Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? Uh, Maddie Gold. Matt Goldich, a wonderful stand-up and a uh, comedy writer. Uh, if you're not familiar with Matt, we're going to start this episode like we've been doing lately by playing uh, some of his stand-up just to help you get better acquainted and more excited as you should be for such a funny and wonderful guest. Uh, I'll get this out of the way up top. The ad is Amazon. Okay, so you know what to do there. Click on the banner and shop like you normally would. And I would like to plug my special Nice Try the Devil, which airs May 12th at 11 p.m. on Comedy Central. Uh, it would mean a lot if a lot of weirdos watched when it premiered, because, of course, that does well for me to uh, remain in their good graces. And if you'd like, the CD-DVD is available on May 14th, two days later. It's also available right now for pre-order on Amazon.com. Uh, you can even use the banner and shop, support the show, and support uh, the special at the same time. I'm also trying to plug uh, Amy Schumer's show, which is Inside Amy Schumer, just because she's our friend, and she's going to do the podcast soon. April 30th is when it premieres on Comedy Central. It's very, 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 very funny. And also, uh, the documentary Kumare, I'm encouraging weirdos to watch, because the creator and star and writer and director, uh, Vikram Gandhi, uh, did a wonderful episode with us, and I just think you'll enjoy it that much more if you watch it. It's on on Apple TV, it's on Netflix, and of course you can buy the DVD also on Amazon.com. It's called Kumare. It's about a guy who uh, pretends to be a guru to see what happens. Really, really good. I watched it twice in a row the first time I watched it. Here are the tour dates. Uh, let's see. I am currently in Austin, Texas, which means, uh, oh, sorry to admit, sorry to admit, sorry to say, you missed the live, you made it weird on Wednesday if you didn't make it, but I will be here uh, till the 27th, which is going to be a lot of fun doing more stand-up. Cleveland, Ohio, one night with Chris Thayer at the Grog Shop, May 16th. Washington, D.C., coming back to the 930 Club, May 22nd. Philly, coming to Helium, rescheduled those dates, May 23rd through 25th, and Bloomington, Indiana for two nights, June 7th and 8th. Uh, the plug. I already did the plug. What a, what a relief! We already did the plug. Enjoy Matty Gold, one of my faves, and uh, and uh, hear some of his stand up to get us started off. Hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks for listening. I'm a married man. I got married about a year and a half ago, and uh, I remember it was about a few months before my wedding. And my uh, fiance at the time, she woke up one morning and she said, "Oh man, I had a dream about you." I had a dream that it was the day before our wedding and you were murdered by a serial killer. Yeah, that's what she said. And I said, uh, you know, in the future, I would prefer if you would refer to those as nightmares. Uh, you know. Just so we're clear where you stand on the whole issue. You're being murdered by a serial killer the day before, or, or at the very least, uh, how about bad dream? How about throwing the word bad in there? That wouldn't be that hard. My wife says a lot of things that can be interpreted two different ways that are kind of ambiguous. I don't know what she means by them. Like, I was leaving the house to come do the show, and she's trying to tell me to be safe driving. And she said, uh, be careful. Watch out for all the other morons out there. So I, I 
Are you including me and the morons? I can't tell. I don't know. Not sure. Or one time we, uh, I woke up. First thing, we didn't even, weren't even talking. We just started, started like making out, like fooling around a little bit in bed. And she goes, uh, whoa, it's like a hot guy came into my bedroom. It's, uh, like that. It's like that. Yeah. I'm glad it's as if you're turned on right now. That's very exciting for me. That's a great... Uh, that's great. I really was thinking on the way over here about if there's some way I can tell the sand story. <laughs> if, there's some, if there's some way I can frame it that makes it okay. okay I want to yeah. hear this because now it's been... Can we, can we include you just saying that? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you are, oh, we're recording? I well, when you walked in. Great. Where am I sitting? Oh, I'm sorry. You sit here, here, please. Okay. Yeah. He's on? Yeah. Okay. You put those do- on. I haven't done many of these. Is that true? Yeah. Well, you've been in L.A. for a while. This is how we hang out. I've done two podcasts ever, and one was in New York when I still lived in New York. What was that one? Nikki? In, no. In the Tank with Johnny Fish. In the Tank with Johnny Fish? Yeah, you know John Fish. Fish face. Yeah, he had a podcast. I did that years ago. Wait, in the tank didn't work. <laughs> I think it's still. I think they might still be doing things sporadically. I don't know. It was him. It was him. I'm just. I'm yeah. only making fun of the name. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm not making fun of right. John Fish yeah. or, or wishing him ill. No, I just think he, the name in, in fact, the tank. In fact, you could say he deserves a better name. Yeah, you could even say. Fishing it up, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like I didn't call this show like home, yeah. hanging what, in what up my home boy, yeah. <laughs> what up, <laughs> yeah, what up, homes. No, I didn't even consider it. If your name was Pete Weirdson, this that, would be a bad. Would be a, this would be a, <laughs> this podcast would have a terrible name. I love calling you Maddie Gold. Does anyone else call you Maddie? A Gold? lot of people do, but you do definitely. <laughs> you you will refer to me as. Uh, uh, Maddie Gold, and there's Mrs. Maddie Gold. That's, ah, that's I did that just that, down there. That's, that's why I'm here, right? You because know what you, I think? You, that... felt, you felt bad that you forgot <laughs> my wife's name, so you invited me on the podcast to make up for it. You know what's funny is last night I had a dream that I think was inspired by that. So I, here at Meltdown, I ran into Maddie Gold. Yeah. <laughs> and Mrs. Maddie Gold. <laughs> and Mrs. My wife, Maddie Gold. My beloved wife. Your beloved wife. <laughs> who, I mean, look. Yeah. I've met her. I, I've never been to your home yeah. for supper. Well, that's true. We've never traveled together. That's true. You, We've wh- never been wh- in a car together. That with my wife. You, yeah, I've I been have a, not. No, I've been in a car with you. I've no. never been in a car yeah. with your wife. What? I've never been at a dinner table with your wife. What? I've never eaten from the same yeah. bowl of ice cream. <laughs> All the all the things that help what, uh, help people know each other. What made you feel bad? Well, first of all, she felt bad. About well, I felt bad that she felt bad. Tell the yeah. story. She, you, we we ran into you. I was with my wife. Her name is Robin, by the way. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> I got Pete out of something there. He's still <laughs> even after this. He goes, Whoosh. all no, right. Yeah. I was almost, yeah. I was I was ninety nine percent sure it was Robin. <laughs> God, I need to think uh, of a mnemonic or is that what that's called? I need to picture device. her yeah, with yeah, yeah. Howard Stern. There co-hosting yeah 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 okay um i'm batman and then she's with me okay oh so, there you go yeah. uh so except she's with a y but uh 
So I'm with my wife, and uh, my wife. she and you come up to us. Big greeting. Very excited to see us. That's uh, Maddie Gold. And there's Mrs. Maddie Gold. And then I, I didn't really sense, but she t- called you out on. It. She was like, "You don't know my name, do you?" And I and she she told me later she felt awful about that. But I said, "No, he probably loved that. He probably uh, loved that you called him out on it." Yeah. Well, I well because um, it made it you know. It made it weird. You mean? Yeah, I think he. I think she liked. But and then. Well, I'm trying. And then I continued it. Yeah. I made you feel even weird because I pointed out that your good friend, Oren, used yeah. to be roommates with my wife. Yes. And so then that made you feel extra bad because there was a second reason you should have known her name. Yes. Not just the fact that she's my wife. Yes. But, but the, I never like hung out when she lived there right. with Oren. Right. But I did I'm do still... an impression of her going to the bathroom late in the middle of the night while you and Oren were editing a video in your room and walking by your room. And that didn't jog anything for you. <laughs> Wait, so she did live there when I would have been hung- hanging out there? Yeah, for years. I mean, I hung out there all the time. Because... I never saw her there. I only saw Akiva. The yeah. redheaded Jew. Yeah, he was who'd, around. Could be walking around yeah. topless. Yeah, there was a that was Oren, uh, the person we're talking about, who edits all the videos and yeah. directs all the videos and co- co-writes all the videos with me, uh, pretty much, and Matt as well. Uh, McCarthy uh, lived in this kind of epic. Still lives in this epic. Yeah. 23rd, it was a very twenty sixth Street apartment. It was a very uh, college like situation, right? And and I missed out on that, so it was always fun yeah. for me. I couldn't. I couldn't get my mind around boys and girls living together. When yeah. I first well, my got there. yeah, my wife found that just randomly on Craigslist. Met those guys. And, really? Yeah. And then and that, but she you know had done that before. Like lived in D.C. and lived with like random people or whatever, like guys and girls. Uh, but she was mostly pretty much mostly the only girl that ever lived there full time. I think. Really? I don't think there were. But um, oh wait, yeah. There's Aaron Kafitz. Aaron Kafitz. I always call him Kafitz. He hates it. Yeah. We were doing. Or is it Kafitz? It's Kaifitz, but you called him Kafitis once, and that stuck, and now my wife and I still call him Kafitis. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm really being framed in this episode as yeah. a real piece. No, 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 that, that one, I'm not, I'm not faulting name. you for that one, I'm crediting you oh, for that okay, one. That was a, a great, <laughs> that was a perfect nickname that stuck, and you deserve, Kifitis. yeah. Kafitis. So, oh, no. it's it's not that far, you, you switch one letter, and, uh, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll be excited we talked about him. Let's yeah, be honest. I'm yeah. sure he's got a no, show um, this weekend yeah, at UCB. Yeah, 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 Check yeah. him out. Um, so, uh, <laughs> UCB. <laughs> I didn't mean that as a dig. No. <laughs> it kind yeah. of sounded like a dig. I, I'm sure he's got a show this weekend at Zany's Schomburg. <laughs> Is there a Zanies in Germany? I don't know. I think there's a that there might were, not be. It three. might be an improv in Did you I don't, ever, I've never done the Zanies. I just picked a random satellite. You never did? I, I just picked one that sound. I thought sounded like a satellite Zanies. Schomburg. I did Sh- a Schomburg with Gary Valentine, who's Kevin oh, really? James's brother. Yeah, sure. And I still remember his opener was Schomburg. If you drive past it fast enough, it looks like it says scumbag. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, I, it didn't. It didn't kill, but I can't hear Schomburg without thinking about Gary Valentine. Yeah. Where was it? Wait, that wasn't in Schomburg. That it was, was in Schomburg. Oh, that was in Schomburg. There was a place called the Comedy Zone. Or it something. probably kills there. It did okay. Yeah. No, it was a weird room. It was a weird room. I also saw Craig T. Robinson there for the first time, and I remember eating shit because he had a he had a keyboard, and I was like, "Fuck this guy with the keyboard!" Yeah, and that's then he was not going so anywhere. Funny. Yeah, and then he was hilarious. He, not was, only did he yeah. destroy, and that's actually one of my favorite laughs is the "fuck this guy" to being one over. 
Every time he wouldn't yeah. mind me saying, every time I watch Owen Benjamin, I'm like, fuck this guy, and then I end up laughing. Yeah. I'm going to have him on the show. He's, he's a friend of mine. It's not I, like I'm, I'm not shitting. No, he's I a, don't. Yeah. He's aware <laughs> that I no, stand in fine. the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every time I go, like, he's going to win me over. If you, the thing is, like, that sounds like a insult or a compliment of, like, oh, I didn't think I was going to like you, but I really did. Yeah. But actually, it would be exciting to hear that, I think. I mean, if yeah. somebody said that to you, that would I, be a it, nice... It depends on how, what your yeah. disposition is. If someone yeah. says to you, Maddie Gold, yeah. if someone says to you, you were great, you were definitely like a show of 10 comedians, you were yeah. definitely in my top three, so funny, if I said that to you, yeah, would you take that as, oh, I'm funny, or would you take that as, oh, I'm number three? Hmm. Because yeah. they'd say top two if you were... That's a tough one. The more you get into, like, detailed scorekeeping of yep. the show, the, the worse off you are. Yep. Yeah. I don't even like it, and I'm not saying this happens to me a lot, but, I mean, I'm sure you've talked about this. I don't like it when people say, oh, you were my favorite. You were the best. Because, like, right. you know, it just makes you uncomfortable. There's something about it that gives me the... Well, it, it, it brings out... It's turning the whole... It's turning every show into... A competition. A competition. Well, that's exactly right. I, I've said this on the show before. I hate comedy contests. Yeah. But when you're starting, right. it's like one of the best ways to get yeah. stage time is to do these degrading contests. I'm still doing them, I think. Do you? Well, I did. I did. Uh, I mean, I still consider I mean, myself really starting. shitty, really right. shitty. No, I, probably not what you're I, doing. No, I I did that. Uh, I was supposed to go. I, I won or whatever that uh, the one in Atlanta. And I was supposed to go last year and I couldn't go because I was working. But, uh, oh, the, yeah. but I. What but is I, the one in Atlanta? It was the. Uh, what's it called? Laughing Skull or something? Laughing Skull. So I was supposed to go do that. I, uh-huh. I finished uh, first. But I've, but I've also done like, you know. I hate it so much. Even, yeah, I don't. Anything where you have to stand in line. That, yeah. Ooh, that, that, but also anything where you have to like withhold a closer. Like you, you, yeah. you want to get to the next round, but you don't want to waste don't, your closer. Yeah, that sort of. Oh, I've never, thing. I've never done that. I've never thought about it that way. Why do you just do the same set? I guess so. I don't know. I don't do. I don't uh, have. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I guess I would. I guess I would have. I don't. How know. many? Really how many sets it. did you have to do in that Atlanta? Just car? one. So, oh, you yeah. Just and then, I, and then I was guess I was going to go, and I thought I could do the same thing because it was in a different city or something. You probably. It's like how you're allowed to cheat. On your, yeah, in a different city. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, everybody knows that, right? <laughs> Mrs. Maddie Gold. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, you're saying. Yeah. You know what's so funny is I was. You one... thought cheat at comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I... I thought you meant cheat. Yeah. At, at comedy like, by doing the same set right on the road or steal. <laughs> I can, no. do, I can do Fun Dad in Atlanta. Because, <laughs> well, you know, there's a Seinfeld episode where they're uh, talking yeah, about a could, sex move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can and do then it on Seinfeld the road. goes, you yeah. can do it on the road, but you yeah. can't do it in the city. And I, th- when that line made me wonder if he had ever said that to someone. Like, you can do that on the road, but it, in Manhattan, yeah. it's mine. Sort of like that premise. Yeah. That idea. Yeah. It is funny. I actually do have a – I had a couple jokes about being a prematurely old man or making dad jokes. And I think it was like – I I I still will occasionally pull them out, but I I one there was one time I was on a show with you, and I remember thinking, oh, I can't do this, not because like oh Pete does that, but more just because like it'll be weird after Pete, and also because yours are better. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but I, I have a lot of not fully explored premises in my act. What, and so, do you have one that haunts you that just sticks with you forever? Because I, can I? I'll, I'll start by telling you what mine is. Sure. For the longest time, there's so many post-it notes in my apartment yeah. that say "Camp Cool." Because what I, what I'm trying to do is sometimes I'm trying to think of like if if Fun Dad is a certain flavor. If you're looking at an hour of comedy, you can have uh, bits that are kind of like um, positive. They they get they get points for being different things. Uh, I, I, something that identifies you. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Fun dad in the first hour. In the second hour, I call myself a youth pastor. And in the third one, I kind of, like, that I'm working on now, I'm like, what is, what is that, like, kind of identifying bit sort of thing? Then the sex ones get points for being sex, but mm-hmm. then, like, you, that, that colors the hour in a different way. Yeah. It's kind of like this dark yeah. uh, purple <laughs> kind of sure. swirl in the thing. But, but then I, I'm always looking for that, like, positive thing. Like, I have a bit about how magic is great. I'm like, oh, I need yeah. a new bit to kind of replace the slot in the show where the everything is great bit normally goes and so camp cool would be replacing fun dad which would was replaced by youth pastor uh-huh. so i can't quite crack it but the opening line is i wasn't cool in high school i was more of a camp cool oh that's <laughs> you know great. what i mean i i to- i totally identify with that. were you also camp cool no i was also camp dork but less than a dork <laughs> I was uh, the kid who couldn't even get any at camp for for, for a while. Things turned Wait, around for me. I couldn't get any either. Yeah. Well, that was great. Was it? What are you it doing, Handy Jays? Handy Jays? No, I mean I wasn't even kissing people at camp. I mean, I was. Yeah, it was bad. It was. I bad did scene. kiss. That was my first kiss. Was at camp. My first kiss was at a, a youth group convention. So Jewish youth group convention. Sure. So similar. You know, it took me a while to come around. But wait, but what was that? Of, okay, let, we'll we'll talk about camp. Okay. I want to talk about Maddie Gold okay. being at camp. But yeah. your first kiss was in Hebrew. Not Hebrew. No, school, it was like, at a. Camp, a uh, it was camp. at a Jewish youth group convention. Oh, the convention. Yeah, a convention of other Jewish youth groups meeting together. Uh, or? It was like one. It's this. It's called. I guess USY, but it's like a national Jewish youth group, and they have chapters all over. It's very ussy. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's Jewish. It's very ussy. We get together. It's us. It's ussy. It's Jewish. It's ussy. (laughs) Oh my God, we got to talk about NACA. Yeah, remember that? Now you're just free associating acronyms. Uh, No, but I no. You know, it's funny that it was an acronym, but what made me think of it was Jewy, and then you getting that comment when we did NACA together. I don't remember. I even remember this. You and I did it. Okay, so I remember we did an ACA together. I remember. I'm not going to remember. I'm not going to forget. Kiss, kiss, and camp. It's and on. Yeah. The, it's on the paper. Okay. And it, now we're going to deviate into NACA. Okay. Because you and I did NACA together, and I just remembered that it was we shared a room together, right? We I think we yes we did we, we hotel together. See those days. I I actually I was thinking about because I did remember this. I remember we shared a hotel room together. I don't remember what city it was in. Yeah, but it was we, we had a. You think you remember? My, oh, I know where it was. It was it's where Garrison Keeler is from. So Minnesota. Minnesota. It was in it was near the Twin Cities. I remember we shared a hotel room together. We uh, we had a whole conversation about whether it's about how you always think it's better to take a later flight back on Sunday, and then you ah. remember that you want to fly back on the six a.m. the earliest flight back because you think you're going to want to sleep in. Yeah, and you really. But really, do all home. you want to yeah. do is get home. Yeah. That's such a fucking. Rookie move. Yeah. When you first start touring, you're like, well, it's Saturday night. I'm going to want to get Yeah, up. yeah. Get the no, early home. flight home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Your body will wake up and just be like, couldn't we be going? Yeah. You don't want to sleep in in some Ramada. I had that yesterday because I was like, uh, I went to a bachelor party at a cowboy ranch outside of Las Vegas. If I were to sketch the place where I would think you would be the least comfortable, yeah. it would be this. It was two nights of sleeping <laughs> in a teepee. That's why I'm a little, I'm a little out of it right really? now. Yeah, and uh, oh, fun. and I thought I was gonna. Uh, I uh, I had made plans. My brother lives in Las Vegas, so I had made plans to see him on yesterday after uh, uh, the thing. But I had to get back. I had work to do, and so I was like, "Well, let's meet for breakfast 
you know, I'll meet you like at like nine or something for breakfast and then I'll go home. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I woke up in the teepee at like 6 a.m. and I'm just like, forget it. I'm going home. Of like, course. my brother's not going to, I mean, I'll see him another time, but he's no. not going to meet me for breakfast at like, can you be, can you meet me at 6.45? Like, nobody's making plans. But like, once you wake up in that teepee, yep. it's yeah. over. Like, you're not going to, you're not hanging out in the teepee <laughs> trying to get back to sleep. <laughs> time to go home that's why native americans got so much done they're making all these tools and yeah. dances and yeah. stuff you can't sleep in in a teepee no they're up yeah <laughs> they're up once you have once you smell the chief making that coffee you can't you can't go back to bed <laughs> once you smell the chief making that coffee yeah you know Sleep in in no, a teepee. No, no, no. You're not, I yeah. I stated that it's, that made me laugh. Such a new and wonderful yeah. healing laugh. I stayed in a yurt once. I did. Uh, oh wow. Outside lands. So it was a yurt. It had like a shower. It had like running water. But it, you know there was <laughs> there's a hole in the ceiling that lets the light in and stuff. It's not a good sleeping yeah. spot. And I remember uh, just going off. You canceling your breakfast with your brother. Yeah. I'm in this yurt. Uh, you know, you see like lizards and shit. You know, there's like mosquito yeah. netting, and there's and you know it moves with the wind. It's moving with the wind, so there's no sleeping in a yurt either. Because my show was on Friday, it was yeah. me and Rob Delaney, and and then or Thursday, and then Saturday night was Mulaney, Chelsea, Nick Kroll, all my favorite people. Yeah. So I was like, okay, You'll I'll just around, yeah. I'll hang around. Yeah. I'll stay in the yurt. No. No fucking yeah. way. Thursday night, I did the show. Friday morning, canceled the second night of the year. They're like, you lose your deposit or yeah. whatever. And then I had to, because I could only say the year one night, I had to cancel another thing and move my flight. It ended up being like four or $500 maybe yeah. to cancel everything that I yeah. canceled, which is ridiculous. I'm an asshole. I right. understand. This is just the Pete is an asshole episode. I understand. No, I've, you're, I, I'm, I, you're not. I would have done the exact same thing. I've never been happier yeah. peeling away from from the yurt i i was I, giddy I, I was it was so i swear nice. i don't i can't believe we have this many stories about not wanting to stay in <laughs> native american structures but <laughs> but, but, I, but i swear to God, my wife and i did a road trip uh Robin. over yeah we're I out, know, yeah mrs medigold we did a, we did a road trip <laughs> over uh, christmas of the southwest and we were supposed to s- sleep in a wigwam motel <laughs> Uh, Wait, we've covered all three. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lean to. I guess. I, I guess the you only could go remaining. igloo. I don't know. <laughs> all yeah. the different people. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Japanese paper we, house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are the cultures that aren't hey, sleeping in. Once you smell the sensei making that coffee. <laughs> I'm telling you uh, the yeah. truth. You're not sleeping in in a Japanese no, paper house either. No. Sleeping in is a is an American invention thanks to insulation, yeah. light canceling blinds, and uh, for me, a white noise machine. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I barely ever <laughs> sleep in it. But we, what happened was, we arrived at the, we were supposed to sleep in this. It was a motel room that was shaped like a wigwam, and I'm laughing. I, I had that. planned out the road trip so that we would arrive there at night, stay there, and then leave in the next morning but what happened was we were making too good time and we so we arrived at like three thirty or 4 and we just it was too late to cancel like i had paid a deposit you couldn't cancel it or anything no you could but my wife said it was like 50 bucks or something and she was like 
I, I, we could, you, no, you couldn't cancel it, but I was like, maybe I can argue with them and try to get out of it. And she said, don't even bother because the town is so depressing that, that we should just let them have the $50 and not even. And, and we just kept, we took a picture in front of it, you know, posted yeah. it on Facebook. This yeah. is where we could have stayed yeah. and then just kept driving. That's so funny. And I just did that. We just talked about this on the live episode. I went to this weird crystal shop. I don't know, I don't know how we got in this area of like mystical, embarrassing no returns. Yeah. But I have a story to match that story is I bought this uh, Himalayan rock salt lamp. I actually gave it away at the live episode because mm-hmm. I didn't want it. And the reason I didn't want it was because it makes my room smell like salt, obviously. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think of that. My bedroom's pretty small. So this fucking rock salt lamp was really taking it over. So similarly, I was like, I want to bring it back. It was $40. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to bring it back. And then I couldn't bear to think of walking in to a store called, I think it's called the Crystallarium, yeah. with a return. No. You know what I mean? Like, they don't see a lot of foot traffic, I don't think. No. And it, there's no yeah. Walmart putting yeah. crystal shops out of business. You. It's all you mom kept and them pop. open for another year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hey, I bought a twenty dollar cowboy hat at the bachelor party this weekend because they gave. Well, they were like, uh, you can uh, if you don't. They were like, if you don't have a hat, you should wear a hat because it's sunny mm-hmm. for the day. So I wore this hat all day doing these like weird fake cowboy activities, <laughs> like riding horses and throwing hatchets and rope and stuff. And then uh, at the end of the day. That, so I borrowed this cowboy hat, and I was like, I look pretty good in this, but only in this setting. Like, yeah. you know, it's not. Yeah. And then, uh, and then at the end of the day, I was like, I could return this hat that I've like worn all day, that like I've sweated in, that yeah. got dirty, that yeah. I I know fell like a dozen times in like the pit where the cows are shitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'll just buy the hat. I just bought yeah, the hat. Of course, I was like you know embarrassing returns yeah, it, it, the no. amount of anxiety i had th- and that was a free one like i could have just given it back right and just said thank but you, you bought, for you letting me it. borrow this you thing, but it. i bought it i agree with that move yeah i'm just kind of like that's what it, it, I, I i'm remembering the amount of anxiety i had uh trying to return that thinking about a me returning that lamp yeah and my heartbeat was jacked like i was planning a robbery those things terrify me those uh those... everyday inter- awkward interactions the possibility of that that's yes, yeah. That's what my. That's why I'm. I'm married <laughs> to help me through. To help have someone help me get through those things. It's funny because that yeah. Melania has that wonderful bit about having this like advisor. It's yeah. almost like your lawyer. Uh, it's such a great bit. You should right. watch it on a special uh, new. Interview. I have seen it. Yeah, but I, uh, yeah, I was you know plugging it for no, him, yeah. not, not you so much. <laughs> I mean, my yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. Like he he goes up to the airline and and they're. And they're like, we we sold your seat, and yeah. uh, you just have to yeah. go over there. And then his girlfriend comes in and is like, no, you can't do that. And this and yeah. like, almost like it's his client. I mean, my wife is totally that with the with the gluten stuff at restaurants. Oh, really? Know, because I can't eat. Uh, that's another thing we should talk about. By the way, yeah, I'm going to put down gluten the, 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 glutard. Well, I, I, no, I, no, no. I, that's his. That's his blog. I'm not calling him a. Oh, glutard. I, don't, I haven't kept it for years. I did. I did oh. have a blog called Glutard, but uh, I. Uh, oh, uh, boy, you know, when you hear it on the radio, you don't get the quite the picture of of how scattered the notes are around the page. Yeah, they're, I always they're thought really just nuts. actual list. Oh, you um, think it's a list? I thought it would be a list. Uh, we got we it's got more a like a, uh, like got, a yeah. Um, it looks like every time I've tweeted or Instagrammed a photo of the notes. People, the fans, fans of the show, yeah. my the beloved. Weir- I was going to say my beloved weirdos. <laughs> Even they are like your handwriting looks like the fucking Unabomber's manifesto. Yeah, well, I think part of it is the different hitting the different spots around the page. I always think that'll be the one where my eye will land. And oh, then okay. sometimes I put the pen pointing at a note, 
so I'll remember. Yeah, but no, like it so never it's works. High priority. At the end yeah. of the show, I always look and I go, yeah. "Oh, I forgot to." Uh, how, did he invent cold fusion? Like I forget to ask something yeah. Yeah. very important. Well, well, your well, wife you, is badass with the gluten. Well, because I, well, we the you, I brought this up with you also the fact that you mentioned me numerous times on the Megan Cans episode. Yeah, and you used me as a punchline. <laughs> As the example of somebody who is allergic to everything, which I admit, I admit that I present that way. <laughs> yeah, to quote you, you're not the kind of guy that looks like he has drugs. Yeah, I'm the kind of guy that looks like he has stamps. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. preferred it when it was Advil. Oh, Advil? You used to say Advil. Oh no, I'm sorry I did, to... uh, No, I did two versions. You're right. I forgot an Advil. I remember I, I got, seeing you at the I, Improv uh, in New York, and you said, "I'm the kind of guy who looks like he has." Advil. I think I did that. I think I did that uh, on TV. On stamp. I think I did stamps. Really? Yeah. You know what I like about Advil in the weirdest way? When when I saw you do that joke, and even in the yeah. retelling of it now, stamps very funny. Advil, I'm thinking about how sweet they are, and that actually, I think that activates yeah. a pleasure center in my brain, so I like the joke I, because it makes me think of that tasty, tasty Well, medicine. it's closer to what drugs is. Right. But stamps always got a bigger laugh. Is that so right? I, well, I mean, you're the, you're the boss. Yeah. But, uh, but, so anyway, I, I, I thank you. <laughs> no, I, I, do, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Um, I, I mean, yeah. you yeah, went out and tried yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. not like, it's, yeah. it's objective. I still think Advil. <laughs> yeah. I do kind of still think Advil. <laughs> but I'm a big believer that sometimes yeah, the yeah, audience yeah. can be wrong. You have that luxury. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're like, well, you know, sometimes with my third hour, I can, I can, I'm going to go with the one that makes me laugh, you know. I mean, we're talking about my three minutes and 20 seconds on Premium Blend that was my only televised stand-up I've ever done. This is the Pete is an asshole so. show. No, 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 no. no. I, I'm okay with you it. You deserve it. We're all... I'm not making I, I, yeah, I'm okay yeah, with how yeah, I'm an asshole. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the ways in which yeah. everybody's a little bit of an asshole. Yeah, this sure. Is ha- mine just seemed to keep coming up. No, I up. have plenty of asshole tendencies. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, and I'm, but your wife helps with the gluten. Yeah, because I'm, uh, I am gluten sensitive, <laughs> and uh, I... Uh, I, w- I I finally figured out the perfect way to put it. Yeah. This, so I'm going on like seven years doing this. Megan and I basically have the exact same thing, which is... Oh, she can't eat it either. She can't eat it either. Yeah, okay, she, that's good. Yeah, so... That's no, no, huge. no, not Rob. Not Rob and my wife. I'm telling you I have the same thing as Megan, who was on your show. Oh, so yeah. fuck, yes. No. But uh, I explained it to a waiter. The You know, he goes... Because uh, he was like, how sensitive are you? Do you have celiac? And I said, I'm somewhere between celiac and faking it, basically. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people are faking it. But right. I'm not. Yep. And those people uh, are helpful in ways because they make it more the prevalent. Yeah. You know, there's more stuff out there. Yeah, they're flyering for you. But yeah, <laughs> it's not going to kill you or make you bloated. No. Well, it. yeah, it, it it really just messes with my digestion. So I, I mean, like yeah. bloated, like what no. the fuck did Maddie like, like a, you blow up? Yeah, no, like a. Uh, uh, I, I'm blanking on the person from Willy Wonka that gets yeah the yeah. the blueberry girl yeah um, <laughs> Veruca Salt is that it I don't know is it I think so yeah that's where that band gets that name yeah cool name you can't fight this either um, <laughs> was that, that Veruca that Salt? was our hit yeah right I used to love that song yeah, it was great you can't see her till you're foaming at the mouth yeah yeah what are you talking about did you see the <laughs> did you see the woman from the Divinals uh, died no uh. The you know I touch myself that song. Oh, I was having this conversation. Oh God, I can't believe we're talking about this. What? I was having this conversation with Sean O'Connor this morning about yeah. how the woman from the Divinals died. Yeah. And, you know, people die, and sometimes you tweet a joke about it. But like, I only really do it if it's like somebody who is like 
you know, the inventor of something in Germany died. Yeah, like, there's yeah, no chance, yeah. you know. But, like, you don't want to, like, I was telling Sean O'Connor, you don't want to tweet a joke about the woman dying and then, have, you know, find out, like, oh, well, she used to hang out at Largo, you know, like, uh, or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. like, maybe she did. I don't yeah, know. Maybe yeah. people loved her. You right. Know? Well, pe- what do you mean, maybe? Of course, people well, loved her. You know and, what the you know. classic example of this, and I want to say this with all respect, but the actor who played uh, Boner on Growing Pains mm. died, and he was a huge, I'm sorry, I don't know his name, but I wasn't friends with him. But right. all of our friends yeah, were. Yeah. So if there was ever somebody you were going to make fun of, right. just based on the yeah. name and yeah. the show, yeah. it would be him. And that's the ex- that's the perfect example. First of all, his death was very sad. Yeah. But like, you know, people... people no, yeah. And yeah, there's, it's a weird thing because, I mean, obviously, if you're in comedy, you're going to be making fun of some... Especially if you're writing topical jokes, which I do a lot. You're, right. you're, you're making fun of... Bad things that happen in the news, right, and you right, can't right. predict or account for any time someone right. you know knows, you know. Or I mean, you can't. I mean, can you never make fun of a TV show or a movie because, right. you know, you I might remember be one step removed from somebody who worked on it. Eddie you know? Pepitone. This is an LA thing, but Eddie Pepitone yeah. tweeted something about outsourced. The first show that I yeah. wrote on, which, believe me, plenty of people yeah. tweeted yeah. about outsourced. It's a fun show to make fun of. It's people thought it was racist, or, or the premise was racist, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and he tweeted. Some would say. Some would say. <laughs> I'm still as That's if right. I'm going to yeah. be fired. You know, uh, some would contend yeah. that the show yeah. was right. Yeah. I actually didn't. Uh... Some critics have said that <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard hitting news yeah. show now. Yeah. I just thought it was a silly show uh, and a fun show. I actually right. enjoyed writing for it. But Eddie Pepitone, who I guarantee, and if Eddie was here, oh, I, I, I didn't mean anything. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. so sweet. No, he's. But he did tweet something about it being like a flaming piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I didn't do anything mean, yeah, sure. and I certainly don't harbor that against him. But I did unfollow him. We now yeah, follow no. each other yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. This was years ago. Uh, but you know, I also get that when I go home. Um, you know, somebody at home will say something like, uh, "I'm trying to think of an example." They'll shit on uh, Dane Cook yeah. or something, and you'll be like, uh, "Yeah, like I, no, I yeah, know that uh, guy." Like yeah. it used to be fun to kind of sit around, and yeah. now, unfortunately, even if you didn't like, let's say, um, who, I'm just thinking. I don't know why I'm thinking of Rob Delaney. Maybe because I said his name at Outside Lands. But if someone's like that, Rob Delaney guy sucks. You're like, uh, I, look, I get it. But even if you think that way. You should yeah. just assume that I know him and, and care about him as a guy. I always find myself being the defender, being the uh, the devil's advocate things. Of well, sometimes things that I don't are people that I don't you'll even side really with the like. Thing. Well, that's the thing yeah. is even if I don't care for, let's say, Delaney told some joke on Twitter, mm-hmm. even if I don't care for it, I'm still kind of like – you know, he's the one in the arena. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so give him a break. He's he's making an effort. He's putting himself out there. We don't need to necessarily shit on him constantly. Yeah. It's the same thing with, you know, Miley Cyrus or whatever. I just, I'm just like... Well, Party in the USA is just a fucking great song. I do I love mean, there's song. really no... It does break my heart, though, that she just... I'm sure she just bought it. You know what I yeah. mean? These super pop composers no, just that's write true. these hits. God, I never thought about that. Yeah, she, she, she did really made me sad there. Did I? You don't think she wrote Party in the USA? I'm gonna, co-wrote? I just Maybe for, she has a credit on it. Just for fun, I'm going to say, Katie, would you mind Googling it? I'm going to say that there's no way that she wrote it. It yeah. is the catchiest fucking song. Yeah. I've had a stream of urine into water remind me of that song. It's, <laughs> it's just around us. It's naturally yeah. occurring. No, it's great, yeah. <laughs> call Me Maybe is kind of the same way. Where Love it's just, a Call Me Maybe. Yeah. Have, I, you, have you heard the Call Me Maybe had like a whole mashup? It was written by Jesse J, Dr. Luke, and Claude 
Kelly. See, three motherfuckers wrote up. Yeah. That, I, where did I see that? I believe it was on the show Iconoclast, which I've plugged many times. They had a very famous music producer on there, and they show the, they show a scene where they take a hit song, and they uh, present it to someone like Miley Cyrus. And I remember, oh, I, it was a Kelly Clarkson song. Yeah, Kelly Clark. I think maybe Kelly Kelly, like I know her, yeah. started writing her own stuff. But I think it was like, look, they wrote um, one of Kelly Clarkson's hits. I can't think of any of them. Uh, sober, I don't know. Yeah, and then that's my Kelly Clarkson. Oof, deep pull. cut. <laughs> deep cut. Yeah. Three months and now. <laughs> Sorry, you uh, don't even hear that on Two for Tuesday. I mean, <laughs> Is that it has to be a it has to be a full block party weekend <laughs> to hear so that is very funny that was so funny <laughs> it's so funny that I'm taken out of the realm of laughing I'm just in awe of that like seeing a, yeah. a white bat or something I'm like what the fuck was that um, but they were like they pitched the song and I just remember him saying Britney passed on it you know what I mean so yeah. like it goes to yeah. Down the line. And then, like, if you're lucky enough to be a Miley Psy and you get Party in the USA on your plate, you fucking pay the, I don't know, 500 grand? What's a hit word? Because that's the thing. I mean, I guess the recording of it, there's hundreds of people that could do it. There's probably only a few people that you could watch them do it on TV, on, you know, in a concert or something. Right. I bet they tweak it a little bit for her. That song does have uh, references to her being from. Nashville you, or something. You think, you think uh, <laughs> Britney passed on it because it was like, and my father, Billy Ray. And she was like, I don't get it. What? <laughs> what? Wait, does she what? say that in no, the song? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't I was have... on Hannah Montana. <laughs> I just don't think it's right for Britney. I'm not, I'm not feeling it. You could write yeah. a, a verse about risque yeah. photos of them very yeah. young being released, yeah. and it would play for no, most of them. Both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes me so uncomfortable. I've had to re- I've I've unfollowed some people on Instagram, young female friends of mine, because I'm like, you gotta stop taking photos of yourself in your underwear yeah. eating ice cream. I'm not on Instagram. I'm only on. I mean, I'm on Twitter. I tweet a lot. I'm not on Instagram. Oh, okay. You should Am do I missing it. out. Um, yeah, it. I was a slow burn. I was a slow joiner. Yeah. So tell me about Robin uh, fighting crime with you. Oh, about the glue. Oh, like I mean, if I'll, we go I'll, into I'll a keep restaurant, us on that just for fun. Yeah, no. If we go into a restaurant, like I will often not feel comfortable that i'll just not order something if i think it might have gluten in it right i'll just stay away from that but she'll be the one to ask like does this have so that i can get the full experience of enjoying the restaurant yeah with her that's very sweet there is something very very touching about somebody who you know it's it's like that's a very loving thing to put their needs as your own yeah even though it's socially, even though and, it's returning a rock yeah. salt, and I return, I don't make her not eat the bread basket. You know, yeah. she could. I I enjoy that she's enjoying it. I I like watching her eat it. Yeah, yeah. M- very it erotic. In. <laughs> <laughs> you I, so gluten. I you tried right? Yeah, like like most uh, knuckleheads of my variety. Um, this is just something that I've the neural pathways are set in my brain, and this is yeah. how I am. I like. Looking into new things. Yeah, I remember. In fact, that that's so. This is like the continuation of that NACA story. You can cross this off your list when I when we're done. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember uh, we went to the airport early. I think you changed your flight to make it earlier mm-hmm. because you you had this realization. Yep. And then we went, and it was like six in the morning, and you had like a veggie sub from Subway. Gross. I think you were, but you weren't. You must have been veg vegetarian at the time or something. That sounds like something I'd do. Yeah. I, that's interesting. I was married at the time too. 
Mm, I don't think so. I think this was after. I'm not sure. Inter- no, I think the NACA, I was still married. And then the tour I did from that NACA was when I got divorced. Because oh, okay. right before I got divorced was when I started eating meat again. Maybe that's why. I'm kidding. Uh, but I remember it was like... I never did any touring from NACAs. I was great at getting them. And then I never... I never. Well, did. you're perfect. I, I, did, I did some colleges. Yeah. I, did, I, did, I did some. Like I would, get, I would do it and I would book like three or four. Yeah, no, I remember that. Uh, guys like me, it's a, it's a catch-22. And I, I'm going to bring this back to yeah. what I was going to say. It's a catch-22 in that, like, friendly white males yeah. will have the hardest time getting into NACA because there's an ocean of friendly white male comedians yeah. trying to get in that market. But if you do get in and you're good yeah. and you have 15 minutes of non-offensive, yeah. pretty white bread, basic, safe material that will yeah. make people laugh – uh, you'll get a lot of work out yeah. of it. I think you, but you had more success probably at the conferences. I think you're more. That was the only one I did. Oh, you only did one NACA? I did one NACA. Wow. Yeah, and yeah, I think they like upbeat too. They like upbeat. Oh you know, yeah. Uh, I'm very dry on stage. I'm sort of. You're very dry, but here's yeah. the here's the here's the namesake of the show is is that um, I remember um, you're on stage. And I think you made one reference. It's weird that I remember this and you don't remember this. You said Hanukkah, I think. Oh, yeah? Or yarmulke or menorah or – oh, I'm not even trying to be funny. What I'm, I'm listing <laughs> yeah. isn't just Jewy words. I'm yeah. saying obvious Jew words, yeah. Jewish words. Sorry, Jew words sound so offensive. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know. Kike words. What is it? Kike words. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy yeah. that I had to have you repeat that. No, you know what? My ear isn't good enough. That's offensive. Let's let's. I'll Jew you down to Jew. <laughs> Double that bad. Doesn't, that doesn't Double quite work. Double bad. Um, oh God, I was just thinking about the expression "Jew down" because "jip" goes to the gypsies. I believe that there are some pe- guy in the news recently. Yeah, it, like a like a uh, guy in Oklahoma or something. He was like a legislator, and he in in the meeting he was like. He said something. Well, we'll Jew it down, and he was like, "Oh, I shouldn't have said that, should I?" Like, and he's like, you know, he's like a uh, state legislator or something. And I believe, look, of course, don't say Jew as a verb; it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, I do believe that there are some people that were raised ignorantly of that and say it as harmlessly as I might say, yeah. "You gypped me," yeah, because there's not big g- gypsy populations. But that is yeah. also offensive. So it, I'm I'm saying these are all offensive. I'm actually saying you you shouldn't say gypped either. Yeah. Because that's also putting down to people. And also chop chop uh, was what we used to say to Chinese manservants. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Like you're, you can get in a lot of trouble looking yeah. at, at – at, uh, l- 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 what's the word? Um, Logue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, l- l- etymology? Etymology. Yeah. Etymame. You threw me off with <laughs> you, you, Youth group me off. Yeah. Go back to your kiss. I'm um, the uh, the uh, <laughs> youth group me off. Yeah, but have you ever thought about the fact? I I tried to do a bit about this about how like uh, I want this place spick and span, you know, and that's fine. It just means clean, right? I guess. Yeah, because it has the word spick in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or I remember hearing on WZLX in Boston, which had two for Tuesday, which uh-huh. is the second time it's come up in my mind. They were talking about they spick, ever play spick sober? and span. What's that? Did they ever play sober? No, this was oh, in, it's a club, in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, they st- they're still playing. With, that's, yeah. I actually think it's gone. Oh, really? Last time I was home, I threw it to 100.7. It wasn't there. Uh, it was some top 
10 bullshit. Skipped right from 0.5 to 0.9. <laughs> the whole frequency <laughs> vanished. I'll wipe the frequency <laughs> off the dial. That's the guy threatening the owners of WZLX. Fucking clear channel, man. Yeah. Can you believe it? Spick and Span, and somebody called in, and he was Italian-American, and he was like, I don't like the Whopper sandwich. Yeah. It was Whop, but it's spelled differently. No, it's W-H-O-P, yeah. and Whopping is like a big thing, like a big sandwich. So look. Yeah. I, I'm actually making a point that I'm a little bit uncomfortable with. What I'm saying is the way that you might say chop chop and not mean it. Jew, it chop chop, I literally didn't even know. That's that possible that was, to not uh, know. Jip yeah. is possible not to know. Jew down I, yeah. is definitely you know what you're doing. Yeah, you know what you're doing there. But the, the, you know what? But some people might not if they. What I was thinking of is if you grew up in a really white area. Uh, this this is this is the show. We're trying. I'm yeah. trying to go down an area that is making me uncomfortable, which is all your friends say it, and you don't believe your friends yeah. are racist or have any hate. You also don't know any Jews, yeah, and you just kind of start saying it. I I I get what you're saying. I think the point is like when somebody gets elected to office and it's like yeah so it's like the people chose that guy we're like this guy's the best we got and yeah. then he's yeah, the guy yeah, yeah. that says we jew down no, which is hard to imagine it's like, like in yeah. conan o'brien can't stop where someone says we got jewed out of the tickets and conan gives the kid this really oh, yeah. stern and wonderful speech yeah. i actually think it's a very save the cat moment for conan uh it's a, a sweet moment it's a heroic moment where he's like you realize i'm half jewish my producer uh jeff ross who's going to get you the tickets is a, is yeah. jewish you know what i mean and it's like fucking stop that kid has the hugest adam's apple i've ever seen in the world so yes if someone said jew down to me yeah. i would be like you, you can't say that you know what i mean like that is not one yeah. for for us to be using no. i don't know how we in got fact it. edit out the part where i said the k-word Really? No, I don't. <laughs> but I said it. That's the thing, though. I said it as an example. Yes. I was using it as an example oh, of taking I, things too far. If you, if you thought you were, I would be. But I, there I would are, try some, talk but there are some people not. who, you know. Sure. Thankfully, I am Jewish. What are they going to say? You know. Yep. What are you going to say? I had a weird moment. I texted uh, a black friend of mine today quoting him. Mm -hmm. I, I wrote, I was just laughing at the time you said, quote, uh, and it was like it had the word uh, the n word. In it. Sure, I was about to say it. It had the it had the word n word. In yeah, it had the word n word. <laughs> and uh, and then I I just wrote it in, and I was like, it's what he said. Yeah, but there is a little flush of adrenaline yeah. as you send it, and you're like, races. It's tricky. Yeah, man. it's that's up on you know split sider or something. Your well, Pete Holmes yeah, text yeah, n word, yeah, yeah. and then you're <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, just, yeah yeah yeah. Oh no, it was a quote. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the whole dial off the okay. Um, so, <laughs> there is no split cider anymore. <laughs> oh, is that true? No, I'm just, no, I'm just a reference oh. to wiping it off of the internet. Um, I'll make split cider a <laughs> redirect for Amazon. <laughs> That's the, the guy threatening all the guys. So anyway, I don't know how we got there, but uh, the thing I was going to say, but I think it's clear that we're not a fan of racism. Why yeah. am I being paranoid? <laughs> racism is bad. Well, <laughs> yeah. And using those terms is, yeah, is hurtful, sure. and we all agree. Yeah. yeah, I was just as a thought experiment trying to understand a kid who probably doesn't know that he's being an idiot when he says right. That. Yeah. Uh, now going back to me being the type of idiot that I am, uh, which I kind of like being this type of idiot. When you told me that you were gluten free, I immediately was like, "What is that?" And I should do that. Right. That's the kind of person I am. My chiropractor has a book in his office called "Is Your Thyroid Making You Fat?" And I was like, "Well, I know what I'm googling." If someone later. wrote a book about it, then yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So I, I just that's uh, you I, could call me a yeah. sucker, or you I'm could not call me one of these people that like tries weird. I only the only. I mean, I was sick 
really sick for a year before I came to the realization that, or before I decided it was actually my mom's idea. She was like, you should, you should try giving up gluten. And I tried them within like a week or two. I felt better. So yeah. Yeah. Gluten wheat. It's wheat. Yeah. Wheat. I mean, barley. How often does that come up? It's in beer, actually. Yeah, beer. I, I drink gluten-free beer, but, you know, I'm not. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That made me want to bully you. That yeah. pr- I have to drink gluten-free beer. Get him! I know, right? Like, no, I, I hate. That's you. the thing. I hate being that guy. And I've, I've, and that's, like, I've developed this thing. Like, we went, the restaurant where that happened was uh, Animal. You know, we yep. went to that restaurant Animal. And, uh, animal! I, yeah. <laughs> that's like, Panama. That's Panama. <laughs> animal. It's a good oh, restaurant. Man. Yeah. Panama. <laughs> not four seven nine two Fairfax. Panama. <laughs> is that where it no, is? No, that would be. No, I'm saying it is on Fairfax, but that would be their commercial. Yeah. Um, no, but we had a friend in from out of town, and so we went to Animal, and we. I immediately, I like to immediately diffuse the situation by the guy would be like, hey guys, how you guys doing? And I'd say, do you have any questions about the menu? And I'll just, I'll, I'll immediately say like, just so you know, I'm the asshole who can't eat gluten. Like I'll say something <laughs> yeah, like that yeah, to yeah, yeah. sort of like, you know, ba- basically, yeah, just alleviate a little the humor with right it. away because I know that. Well, you have to goes, own it. I can't eat gluten. People right. go, ugh, I can't believe I got to deal with this guy. There is no better way than I think saying I'm the asshole who can't eat gluten. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much my go-to. And it's good that you're yeah. married because on a date, I think that's a real panty dryer is to be like, a, I can't yeah. eat. Oh, because yeah. No, well, you know, you <laughs> you could say that. Kate, Kate, <laughs> Katie's panties are dry. You saying panty dryer. It's a, it's no, a uh, vaginal dehumidifier. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, though, I will say, I was, I, it was total coincidence, but I gave up gluten like a week before my first date with my wife. And on our first date, our first date was at Rice in New York, the restaurant Rice. That sounds bad. It's it was it's no I mean it, for gluten yeah yeah Isn't no rice no rice gluten? is fine rice is fine oh that's right you yeah. told me you can eat pad thai because it's rice noodles yeah but yeah I ask. can eat rice yeah no pad thai is pretty much all but I remember and I told her on our first date but that uh, oh but you know what though. It, th- I forgot about this. So I wife, I met my wife at a show uh, that she had come to with Oren and those guys, and uh-huh. she was in the audience. And yes. we, so that was the first time we met. And then the second time, uh, we didn't before we went on another date. She came to another show, and I was practicing for a storytelling show that I was supposed to do, where the theme was like illness. Mm-hmm. And this was like right before I gave up gluten, and I did a whole like ten minute set about my stomach problems that I've had my whole life. And that's pretty graphic, you know, detail. I mean, it's not stuff that's flattering or whatever. Right, right, right. And like... It's more splattering than flattering. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm so sorry. Sometimes no splattering for a week. But anyway, (laughs) but... But... So did she see you? So tell she the saw story? me do that set, oh. and then I asked her out immediately afterwards, and she said, "Yes, that's what an idiot she is." Or maybe you know the no, but, but, I, and then and I so and so at our first date, I said, "I you know I'm trying this gluten thing, giving giving it up to uh, you know fix all the problems that I was just talking about that you right. know about." Right. And so so she already knew about. She basically knew my deepest darkest bad you know stomach stuff before yeah. we even started dating, and I think that was good. I think that is good. It's a wonderful thing to like, kind of get stuff like yeah. that out on the table, yeah. and then you don't want to be in that situation where it's like a year into a relationship, and it's like I, I still haven't, I still, she's still, has, I've never taken a shit at her apartment. You oh wanna, yeah, oh, that makes me so sad when people are like that. I was just thinking about when you're dating somebody, even if you love them to death, when they leave, 
Like you alone in the apartment? Yeah. Just like open door bathroom policy back in effect. I, I, so much yeah. more. That's why it's good. Like, yeah, happening. we had that right away. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so she's your advocate, uh, gluten. Oh, and then I tried it and I couldn't yeah. do it. I, I don't remember why I couldn't do it. It's Where, very, it's what very are you hard. now? Are you eating everything? Um, I mean, this week? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I woke up today and I, like, I was just in Miami and everything kind of went out the window and, uh, you know, it's a festival. Everybody's eating. And I'm about to go to Austin on Wednesday and that's going to just be even yeah. worse. So I, I was like, I was like, I have to not fuck around. And, and like, I'm, I juiced, juiced this morning, drank yeah. a big vegetable juice and then I ate a little bit of uh, chicken. So it's like, Lean protein and like vegetable stuff. That's that's where I want to be. Yeah, it's very hard to be a social person and do that. Like I'm hanging out with uh, Mulaney tonight. His pilot is taping, and oh, yeah. that's going to be a celebration. I know there's like cake is going to be floating mm-hmm. around. Yeah, but I'm like, fuck it, man. I can't be eating cake. I mean, that is uh, not it, every day. Yeah, it's. I mean, the the that's a great thing. Just uh, about being uh, gluten free is you don't have to eat cake every time you see it. But every time you do well, see to... something that you can eat, you have to eat it because you don't know when the next time is. That's, that's gonna so be funny. Yeah. It's just like a vegetarian or a vegan or whatever. Yeah. You're like, oh, they have, uh, yeah. you know, soybeans here. Yeah. I can't see up. a plate gluten free cookies and not get them because. Right I'll, and and now it's gone to the point where everyone everywhere has them. Yeah, so I'm just eating them all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I have to. I think that was my appeal. It's always weight loss. I'm always kind of like thyroid yeah. making me fat, uh, gluten making me fat. Like, and people are interested in energy levels. That's what people yeah. are always talking about when they're like, "I changed my diet and I got so much more energy now." Yeah. And I'm always kind of like envious of that. Yeah. And then and there are other times where I'm like, "Fuck it, I don't want energy." No. Sometimes you eat a meal to like calm yourself down. I don't have any of that with the gluten. It's all just stomach stuff yeah so it's like i you know what's the thing you miss the most i suppose the it's not any food it's the convenience aspect of it i miss eating something i miss being able to not look at the ingredients or ask about something i just eat it mindlessly yeah or or being or like going to an airport in the morning uh, you know before a flight and being like no matter what i will there will be something i can eat for breakfast like it's yeah. just, you know the you miss not not uh, that actually sounds really shitty yeah i mean you you just have to prepare you have to be like you know i know this airport has this or i'll bring rice cakes or something you know yeah. whatever but uh rice cakes no rice cakes are the worst it's really only in a in a bad situation. This guy's eating to... rice cakes in a fucking gluten-free beer. Get up! <laughs> I know, I know. Such a get him. Yeah. But I get so excited for gluten-free beer, and I, I uh, you know, I, I pound them. I, uh, you know, yeah. I, I, I get up. You know, I keep them in the house. <laughs> I have one pretty much every night. <laughs> you gotta get drunk to forget yeah. that you're yeah, exactly. gluten-free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't, I don't think I finished the story. So, you're saying menorah, or... Oh, f- yeah. Or I forgot about this. Or, uh, yamaka. Yeah. Or Sukkot. I'm just kidding. Sukkot. Wow. <laughs> now that is a that's a deep cut. Sukkot wouldn't even be on wouldn't even be on rock block weekend. Sukkot is the yeah. sober of yeah. the Kelly Sukkot's Clarkson. the B side of of Hanukkah. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Kelly, oh, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. I've said it many times, but on the show, I love this joke yeah. of mine, which is Hebrew isn't a tongue as much as it's a throat. <laughs> That's a good one. That's not bad. Yeah. I tweeted, but, you know, who knows. Anyway, uh, so we're staying – okay, so NAC is these these things where you showcase – and as I was saying, there is a a preference to the high-energy white guy or high-energy really kind of any guy, I suppose. Yeah. But you're not going to be doing too much stuff that maybe they won't get, quote-unquote. You said one joke. Do you remember having a joke with Hanukkah or anything Jewish in it? No. 
it might have been like send all the Jews over. Oh, Red Rover, Red Rover, all the Jews come over. Yeah, maybe that's an old, that's an old joke. Maybe yeah. that I'm, so. I'm standing at the booth. Okay. So, so one of the humiliating cattle call feelings of doing a knack is you perform, and then later you stand at a booth in a convention center, and yeah. you literally stand there, and you have to like schmooze with the students, yeah. and get them to sign up to have yeah. you come to the school. It's 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 brutal. I mean, it's, yeah. it's brutal. No, you know, it's brutal. It's like working in a factory, but it's, I mean, but it's not, it's not the ideal right. situation. Of, it's it's of, a bit humiliating, yeah. especially, and I, I, I'm lying, I did one that was like, kind of like a technical school NACA, did yeah. terribly, so I had to stand at the booth after having a shitty set. Yeah. I remember, so you're at the booth as well, and this drunk uh, Southern guy, I'm sorry, to, I'm not trying to stereotype the South, but it was a drunk Southern guy, like mm-hmm. a teacher, Came up and was like, I liked what you did a lot. I thought it was funny and it was really good. It was Bill Cosby. I just thought it was, you had to, whenever you took a zip, there was also a zap to you, know what I mean? And he said, that was a zip to The point is, he was different. <laughs> and, then, and then drunk Southern Bill Cosby said about you, he goes, you know, I like that guy fine, but we can't have him at our school with all the Hanukkah nonsense. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't even remember this. I think I told you because he just said... He took the one. Uh, was I there when he said this? No. no oh, because no. I was going to say we wouldn't have even been at the same booth. No, because, I, I think yeah. I maybe, or maybe I'm telling you for the first time now. But I was just like, holy shit, this is racism in action. Yeah. And it's like also, I guess, benefiting me. He was basically telling me like, <laughs> we like white yeah. bread like you, and you don't, and you don't say any of that. Basically, yeah. fancy yeah. over our head yeah. Jewish references. Right. And I was like. Oh no! Like it was a terrible feeling when yeah. someone else assumes you're also racist. Yeah, usually a cab driver. Uh, but like, and I just kind of, and I'm also trying yeah. to work his stupid school. I wish the story ended with me being yeah. like, "Well, sir, I won't be at your college." <laughs> but it actually ended with them choosing you over me. It, yeah, and, uh, and then I, I don't think that's I don't so know weird. If I did that. School. I, you know, I'm friends with. Uh, with Dan, a dude, and I mean, he used to do hundreds of colleges, and he's 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 an Iranian Jew. He's yeah. Does he talk about? He it, does. Though? He says he, he. I mean, maybe that's why he has a joke that says, uh, "I'm Iranian and I'm Jewish, so you don't know whether to hate me or hate me," which maybe diffuses it up top ah. instead of instead of assuming that everybody's on board with someone being Jewish. Which, yeah. You know, in New he York, might have even said assumption. like New York. He might have even said like that slick New York Jew thing yeah. or something. And I'm like. You sir are far. New York out. is 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 code for Jew. That's yeah, the, you know, you know that New York you know, that sensibility. Whole New York attitude. Oh, I yeah. loved how New Yorky Seinfeld was. Yeah, I remember yeah. they they were yeah. really saying. I was like, it's a Jew show. It's yeah. a Jewish humored show. Um, I but I did. I mean, like I did a fair number of like Christian schools or whatever, and like I would, you know, I would do fine. It Christian didn't like Holy Cross, not like what I went to. No, but like I did, you know, and I, it wouldn't necessarily, sometimes I did well and sometimes I did bad and it wouldn't necessarily, you know, uh, I did remember, I think I did BC, it was either BC or Holy Cross and I remember they you, they said there's two things you can't talk about. Mm-hmm. One. Wait, did we do this together? I don't know. No, we only, the only school I remember we did together was in New Jersey. Okay, let's talk about that after. But you, yeah, you said that. That was a great, I think I was a Great day, great day. We'll talk about that. So I don't, I don't remember. Oh, I remember. So uh, <laughs> I did BC, I think, and they said you can't talk. Up, this is Boston College. They said you can't talk about uh, condoms. You can't talk about condoms, and you can't talk about priests and little boys. And those yeah. were the two yeah. topics. I've also like, got an abortion. Um, I've, I've gotten an. Oh, abortion. really? They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
weird non sequitur, but okay. Yeah. No, I've also said um, I had a Catholic school. No yeah. abortion jokes. No pedophile jokes. And I, it would seem so weird that you could say the f word. You you could say fuck you, but you can't say condom. Like it just seems such a weird. Yeah. Dichot- yeah. But when um, I'm fucking, I always yeah. use a wait. Yeah, raw dog, right? <laughs> you guys are with me for the purpose of procreation. Um, but uh, <laughs> the Pope comes out yeah. with, "Oh, baby, I like it raw. <laughs> oh, baby, I like it raw. No, oh, baby, I like it raw with the smoke. Oh, yeah. baby, I like it." Raw. <laughs> How many people have a joke about like you know the Catholics smoking weed? Like they got the incense burning. You know what I mean? It was such a classic. Um, but. Uh, no, I did. Uh, I think maybe the best. I, I did an all girls uh, school. I did, I did well at all girls schools. I did an all girls school on parents' weekend. That went really well. But I remember doing like they play. You know, I did schools in Virginia. I did Alabama. You know, sure. it was fine. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I guess it's. It, I guess it's. I don't know. It's one. Dr- it could be one drunk person, or it could be. Let's hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Knows. I'm. I'm happy to hear that. College students generally, to me, seemed very open minded. Yeah. Well, in my opinion, a Dana Dude or a, or a Matt Goldich, even though like both of those people aren't, I don't consider them exotic either. Like, give me right. like a like a, a guy with like a thick Kenyan accent. Yeah. I'm like, here we go. This is yeah. different. I, I just think of you guys as you know. I yeah. think of <laughs> I was just gonna say as people. Yeah. Now a Kenyan. <laughs> that's not what I meant at all. That's not yeah, what yeah, I meant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. The, like, I think no, as humans, worthy of your you know <laughs> love and support. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sure. Right. Yes. 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 Yeah. But I'm just saying, even if you were going. Going for the exotic ticket. It's weird to think yeah. that they would be like, oh, cool, this guy's a New York Jew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I find that absurd, but also kind of kind of cool that you might be like, yeah. hey, we all yeah. had a fun time together. Yeah. Uh, open some minds. Open a couple minds. I remember you had a real shift in your, in your voice, which I thought was interesting. And it started right around the time we did the college in New Jersey. In my... My physical, actual speaking voice, Your or my, stage, or my voice. stage voice. I remember you used to just talk uh, very normal, I guess, yeah. and then you made a, a, I, a decision. Yeah, I. You know what? I've sort of backed. I haven't backtracked on it, but I've maybe I've just incorporated it so much that I don't notice it anymore. But I, I had a, a just a great set once where I just slowed everything down and I just made the pauses really long. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, so I started doing it for a while and then I don't necessarily consciously do it anymore, but I probably, probably permanently. It was, an, it was funny to just see you do that experiment. That's a yeah. good thing to see a stand up doing, which is like, Oh, what would happen if I went slower? Yeah. And a lot of guys actually could benefit from going slower. I found that I going slower helped. And then I found I, t- I was trying to, t- I was taking it to the next level of, like the Todd Barry level of slow and quiet, and yeah. that didn't work. I I took it too far. Yeah, you know, like I mean, that's good. It's, yeah, it's push so, the boundaries you know, of I your own act. Slow and loud. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, how yeah. I like it, ladies. I think it's Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Seinfeld said uh, when you do a TV set, um, go so slow that you think you're going too slow. Yeah, and then slow down. Yeah, and I was like, I I don't do that personally. Uh, but I think that's interesting. If you are telling, like, and you tell jokes, yeah, you know what it means, and you do kind of, you can forget that the yeah. crowd hasn't heard it before, so you need to like let them have time to get it. Yeah, but I wonder. Uh, the, I've had, I'm yeah. sorry, I've had a burp or something slow me down in my yeah. act. Like I have to like hold down a burp, and I see this huge yeah. laugh flourish where I never paused before. Yeah, not because I was burping. I wonder if though. <laughs> I've heard it's different when you have a, a TV show versus a. Uh, 
a stand-up special. Like you can't necessarily let those pauses sink in or something. Wait, I don't know which, if you're hosting a, if you're hosting a show, for instance. Yes. I don't know if this is a, a, a fruitful topic, but like uh, j- the idea that like you know you got 42 minutes and you got to get this in and this segment and this guest and this. Blah, oh, blah, I see. I don't know. Maybe. Well, it's... you're setting the tone. I feel like those. I don't think Conan or, or Letterman is going really really slow. No, yeah. I feel like that's they have what a I'm pretty saying. Good clip. Kimmel it's just a stand-up. Looks like he's burning yeah. through the monologue. Yeah. He's really going fast. Yeah. Bill Maher too is like. Yeah. It's not necessarily trying to get it over with, but there's a little bit of trying to get it over with yeah. in, in the way they do it. Yeah. Which I think uh, is the exception to that rule. But when you're the guest, yeah. I think part of that is also they need to adjust to you. Yeah. And then going slow is probably yeah. probably better. Yeah. So what do you remember about that college in Jersey? I, I remember very. Little. I remember. So we had a day. This was probably the only time I remember. I spent the full day with you. You said um, you were doing a college in New Jersey, and you uh, you were like, "Come open for me at this college, and then we'll go back to New York and we'll host the midnight open mic together at UCB." Oh, right, so, the gut bucket day. Right. So I had a. Th- so you were like, "Let's get there early," <laughs> uh, which totally makes sense. By the way, I've done this before, where you uh, you go to a college in like Virginia or whatever, and you're like, "I want to take the first flight." Yeah. I'm get there, yeah. relax in the hotel, yeah. and then go do the show. Yeah. But this was like an hour and a half drive from New York, so it made no sense, maybe less. And you were like, it was like an eight o'clock show, and you were like, "Let's leave at one, and then we'll just hang out and and relax." And and oh uh, my god, and it doesn't make any sense. I mean, you know, it, it's I I know what Scared Pete was thinking. Probably Scared Pete is like, "We'll get lost. Or, we'll get lost." Yeah, and I I still hours. have. <laughs> I still have this fear. But, yeah. Like, even today, okay, so the show's at 8. We're in Manhattan. we got to get to Jersey. Okay, so... there's. I could see wanting to be rush hour. I could see wanting to leave before rush hour. So you hour. bump it down to 5, yeah. and then you're like, 5 is still kind of rush yeah. hour. 4... Well, now we're getting into territory when am I going to eat dinner, you know? Like, I, yeah, you know, 4, and like, we got to eat, yeah. and I want to walk around the campus. Yeah. So we got there, like, you know... Five hours early, and so we had to look for something to do in Central New Jersey. Oh, I remember yeah. this. And we decided to go see Mr. It was, Bean. It was the sequel. It was not the original Mr. Bean movie. It was the. It was I like it was. I, I think it's called Mr. Bean's Holiday. We saw it's it. a sequel to Mr. It was so bad. Yeah, and I remember thinking. I I I wasn't seeing. I mean, it was like a Thursday afternoon. There were probably eight people in the theater, and I remember seeing it. I I wasn't planning on seeing it. Ironically, I don't know about you. I no, remember I was like the Mr. first Bean, Mr. Bean movie. Very funny. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I like all kinds of comedy. Let's go laugh. Let's go at Mr. laugh Bean. at Mr. Bean. Like it'll be enjoyable. It'll be you know in the way you laugh at you know Billy Madison or any other dumb, yeah, yeah, dumb yeah, movie yeah. that you sure. like. Uh, and uh, it was horrible. It was, <laughs> the there first was a, bit was he got like uh, yeah. six dozen oysters. And I remember it was like gross. It was like bad. There wasn't a laugh in the movie, <laughs> other than me and you doing like the the mystery science theater thing, and the you know just making fun of the whole thing. And uh, I'm I, I apologize if Rowan Atkinson is listening to this, no, but um, uh, but uh, it was it was not a good movie. And then we. <laughs> We can't, and he's funny. I don't know, but, of course he's but we funny. came back and we, uh, we, and then we, I'm we had. I think now. we had. I think we actually had dinner in the city. I was. I think we had dinner because I think we had dinner after the show in the city. Uh. It was like there's a Thai restaurant near UCB or something, and then we went and we hosted Gut Bucket together. And we, I don't remember what we talked about or made fun of, but I remember that we 
riffed up for about 10 minutes up top about Mr. Bean's holiday yeah. and how bad it was. Yeah, 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 And yeah. it was great. It was, yeah. it was, you know. No, I remember that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm remembering it was between two movies, and we just decidedly picked the lamer of the two movies. And I think that was a bonding moment for us that we yeah. were like, we could see UFC best moments. UFC best moments. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, just as a joke, I guess we could see Mr. Bean's mm-hmm. holiday. Well, I mean, whatever. <laughs> and then I, I remember being like, this guy's all right. We're going to go see Mr. Bean's yeah. holiday. And I'm remembering now... All those colleges, you know, I've I've done a lot of colleges, not as many as Dan Adute per se. This yeah. is the the Adute factor is huge on this show. I, I can't tell Has you. Has he how, come up a lot? We've name checked him three times. Oh wow! I didn't. I uh, Adute, I, Adute, you love. I'm me. buddies with him. I had lunch with him last week. You love the Adute? Yeah, we love the. I love the Adute. Um, love, love a good Adute. Yeah. Has he Has he come up more or less than me? Do you? <laughs> I like to go to you. I think yeah. Matt Goldich is a great name. It's a fun name to and say. And there's something funny. You're a, it's a fun, funny guy. It's, it's a fun name. I, I, li- I think I have a of fun, you. I, well, first of all, I have a fun voice to imitate. That's true. I've never tried to do you. Yeah, but you do in a way. To you? Yeah. I do? I mean, everybody's like, Matt Goldich. Everybody kind of uh, walks uh, kind of uh, uh, yeah. I don't... I think I do that. I don't know. Well, well you're, you're, that also goes to the sand story. If there's any way, geez. I wonder. I'm here with you and Katie. Note the time, and we're going to tell it, <laughs> and we can take. I mean, like we might take this part out. My remember. Well, there was a story I told you about my friend. <laughs> he, a story you told me about your friend? Yeah, where he was he was hooking up with an African American lady. Oh, we're going to say it was somebody else. <laughs> That was that was a total no end. That was a <laughs> <laughs> But it has to be you. Oh god. It has to be you for the full joy of the story. Now. I think we have to cut it now. Okay, well let's start over and you can okay. tell me the All story right. again. Okay. Wait, or should I say that uh Oh boy. I don't know how we should do this. There were there Maybe we can't tell the sand story. I don't, I don't want all the details, but the point is there was a, there was a, there was a story that I told you yes. that involved uh, me uh, being intimate with somebody, and which already I find funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it has to be I know, you. I know it has to be you. Okay, I understand. It's not a good yeah. story if it's not if it's Dub Davidoff. It's right. not a good story. Right. It's you. Yeah. No, and I it was a, it was in a, it was a, the type of and I preface it by saying I this kind of thing didn't happen to me a lot, right, you know. Right, right. Uh but there was sand involved. Sand sand Can I tell the story? Jesus. Oh, <laughs> this is how I remember you telling the story. Because the first big laugh in one of my favorite stories of all time is you say and uh you know, we're making out and uh or you're having sex or something, and then you go like, and then I, I decide maybe it'd be fun to 69. That's the first laugh. Was you saying, and then I decide it might be fun, and we can take this out to 69. And then you do, and butt cheeks are there, and then in some in the commotion of the 69ing, a line of sand. Not a line. I'm saying a line of sand cascaded down onto your face. 
And the fact that she's black makes the sand oh, funnier. Well, to because me. I, I because well, the, the punchline that I that is that of the color. The, the punchline that I said is I didn't know that was one of the accepted stereotypes. <laughs> oh, is that what you said? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. So, I laughed at you said sand came and fell into my face, and then just you weren't even trying to be funny. You go, I don't know if she had been to the beach that day. <laughs> Oh boy! But then it became funnier. <laughs> what happened was the 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 postscript to it is that for years afterwards, you would see me and just go sand. You just point at me and go sand. And, I I don't know yeah. why. I know why. I can break down why, and I'll embarrass myself because it's it's. I mean, you knew that in that word, you would I would know exactly what you were talking yes, about. Yes, and I've just, said it to you many times yeah. when it would be inappropriate to yeah. be thinking about I, it. Eventually, I did tell my wife the story <laughs> because I was worried it, that she would find out the wrong way. You know, so which she- is by you going, Mrs. Sand. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's you a know. pretty harmless story. Your wife already knows. I think it has to stay, and it's the happiest uh, I've ever been in my life. All right, let's move. Thinking well, about let's, Sand. Let's and now, here, no, I don't want you to just be embarrassed. I'm going to tell you why I think that story sticks out to me. Okay. One was it was a story of you just randomly hooking up with somebody, which I was like, how does that even happen? Or like maybe like yeah. a first, second date sort of thing. How does that happen in general or for me? No, no, in general. Okay. At that time, I was married, so my number was one. I had had sex with one person. And I, I like, you know what? I'm, uh, you know your life better than me. I'm going to say you weren't. I'm going to say you were no longer married, but you may have been in, in a different oh, long-term I think I was. I think I was dating somebody else yeah. at that time. Right. I think you're right. Yeah. But it was still pretty early on. Yeah. Very low number, and I certainly had never just like gone out with somebody and hooked up with them. So right away, the story is sticking in my mind. Because yeah. you're like uh, – I, I, I'm not making fun of you. You're not Dove Davidoff. You're yeah. like regular guy. So the, the, the story to me, like good regular guy – does this sex thing. So already my mind is blown. Yeah. Maddie Gold, he doesn't wear leather jackets and smoke cigarettes leaning on lampposts. He had sex and then wanted to 69. Yeah. And the way that you said it was casual. Yeah. And you weren't embarrassed. It took me a really long time for me to ever admit to even somebody that I was with that I was like, let's 60. It was like yeah. hard for me to admit that. Yeah. And here you are the first time you've hooked up with this person initiating a sand face 69. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're leaving one line out. As you said, I went up and I kind of separated her butt oh, cheeks. Geez. You said, not not necessarily to do that on purpose, but that's what released the sand. That's what released the trickle of sand oh, man. in your face. So it's kind of like the comedic equivalent of the bucket of water on the door yeah. and someone opens yeah. the door. So it was so delightful yeah. to me because it's, it's like the somebody story. On, on You Can't Do That on television yeah. said sand. <laughs> During a 69. Yeah. 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 So it was this story that actually began with envy. You're telling the story of like of, of of that exciting thing, yeah, and then doing something that I thought was erotic and 
and wonderful. And then, like, maybe my own Christian puritanical fears, one of the reasons you don't initiate 69s with girls is because maybe God put a sand trap in her ass. (laughs) (laughs) So there's something very cartoony. You open the uh, the cupboard and there's a pie thrown in your face. There's something very funny about that. And that was probably my Christian guilt being like, you go out in the wild, you get a mouthful of sand. (sighs) Marry one girl and never 69er. Oh, God. That's so funny. Initiating a sand face 69 (laughs) is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. I am so grateful that you told the story. Okay. And if you have any second thoughts, we'll take it out. Let, we'll talk. Let's let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have like a, a couple yeah. weeks. Let's get to think about. Let's it. get a clean break and then another topic. No. Yeah. Uh, no. We, we 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 can do that. I want. To, let's let's go back. I, I'm I'm proud that I remembered to go back. Your first kiss story in camp. I, I oh at the, yeah at the camp convention. So I I mean I was a definitely a a. a geek in high school for sure uh had like you know two friends and uh school all growing up mostly and then me too but i went yeah and then i went to a a jewish camp where i think a lot of the people there were the geeks of their high school Mm -hmm. and uh i loved it was weird because uh uh can i interrupt and say that the the geek stereotype i didn't realize until like later was kind of like a jewish geek stereotype yeah what i learned of even like uh, you know, just in cartoons, Mad Magazine, just that classic glasses, yeah. respiratory problem. Right. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, this is almost like they're talking about a, a Jewish weak kind of kid. Yeah, not like it's. It doesn't look like you deflated Tintin. Right. It looks like Tintin's like weird buddy. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, I'm no, gonna, no, no. It I just think, took me a I long time to realize it that. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up with so like a lot of Jewish kids went right. to my school, so yeah. I never made the distinction. But then as I right. grew up, I was like, oh, I think this is kind of like almost a racist cartoon. Yeah. Urkel, if you think about it, is really almost like, what if a black guy was Jewish? Like, exactly. That's pretty much. I yeah. love cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The- well, but I can't eat it. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. um, I mean, yeah. 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 Um, but uh, Not, there's yeah. so many different kinds of yeah. Jewish people. Yeah. It's not saying they're all, but it seems that the yeah. cu- culture loves the Jewish nerd right. character. Yeah. So here you are at this camp, and so, I'm casting it full of yeah. white Urkels. No, so I mean, <laughs> I would say most. I would say most of the people were probably, you know, some of the people might have been cool in their high school. I don't know, but uh, most of them probably weren't. And I was like the nerdiest of them. Like I was in the nerd bunk at at Jewish camp, which mm-hmm. is, um, and. Uh, it's weird though because I definitely did make more friends there. I I found a lot more in common with the nerds at Jewish camp, and so even though I wasn't really, I didn't, I never really bought. You know, I mean, like I wouldn't say I was religious, and it was a terrible camp in many ways in that we uh, would have to go to like Jewish classes and things in and, the camp. Yeah, at camp, and like you'd have to go to pray every morning. Does that make and, sense now? The Jewish, I actually admire, kind of admire and enjoy the Jewish enthusiasm for. Let's not lose our Jewishness. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I yeah. I, I kept going. I liked it at the time because I my friends went there, and I, you know, when you're 12, you don't have the like organizational thing to be like, let's all go to a different camp next year. Right? You know, like right, you're just right, sort of right. like, well, I'll go back because I had fun with right. my friends and it was great. Even though there was like one period of sports a day and two periods of Jewish class. Which, right, like, right. Right. In retrospect, I would have loved to go to a camp that was like you know, four or five periods of sports, you right, know, or right, like, right, right. you know, 
Um, that's so funny. You know, or where that... they actually taught me to swim instead of like letting me be like, I can't swim. And then like, well, just you don't swim or something like that. Really? You know? yeah. Did they do that? Yeah. I mean, I still don't swim the right way. I still. Uh, there's what, a lot of flailing. I don't. There's a lot of flailing. I don't put my mouth in the water during the crawl stroke. Do, every, do you ever yell out, I don't eat gluten while you're <laughs> flailing? <laughs> Save me. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I'm sorry, but I loved uh, it, and I knew you'd oh be okay. So <laughs> we're um, we're at the camp. By so, the way, can I just say that the not wanting to leave the camp, even though you might have preferences for another yeah. camp, is goes back. The reason I thought of gluten was it goes back to the gluten thing. It goes back to the rock salt thing. Yeah. There's like. You, even when you're a kid, you're like, how could I ever organize all yeah. of us, because yeah. I need all of my friends, to agree to go to a different camp? And, it, and in retrospect, if I had gone camp. to a cooler camp, I probably would have been more would have been more like high school, and I would have gotten you know made fun of more, been more of a dork or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. So maybe it was but, better. Uh, but I did keep going to uh, camp and to these Jew, And then I had camp friends who I would see during the year at this these Jewish youth. The Jewish youth group thing just became a way of seeing my camp friends during the year. It was the right. same kids. Right. And, uh, you know, eventually there would be, you know, you know, Jewish girls there for you to, you know, make out with or whatever. But, yeah. Uh, and that was exciting. Because also I, you know, I was encouraged to, to, to date in the faith. And I, and, and I never really had a problem with it because I... You're attracted to Jewish girls? Yeah. Well, think, yeah. yeah but, I, but also because, I mean, for so long, I was so young that nothing was happening for me. And then sure. by the time I was able to, I was around a lot of them. And so it wasn't like I was forced to, you know... I, that's who you were with. Yeah. It would have been like my parents saying, would like you to date someone from the Boston area. I'd yeah. be like, yeah. perfect. That's, yeah. I only know girls yeah. from the Boston area. I don't even have a driver's license. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How am I, what am yeah. I going to commute? Yeah. <laughs> Meet somebody in Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. Yeah. I, but, um, yes. but, uh, yeah, so I mean, I, 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 my first kiss was at one of these, like, conventions or whatever and that was for, and for a long time you know my only only you know i made out with somebody on like an israel trip you know like that was when i you know yeah this is where you're getting that it. was where i was acceptable yeah. what was the first kiss situation it was uh just you know you're at some dance or something and then you you uh you duck out it was very it was very uh, nerve-wracking i mean i sure. you know and i was much later i mean this was like 10th 11th grade or something i was way later than everybody else for for that so i think mine was around I was. I think I was in high school, ninth, tenth grade. You could blame it on religion. I can't. I had no. <laughs> I was, yeah, I suppose I was not restricted in any way, other than by my own doing. You know, looking back, I can't really blame it. My 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 Christianity didn't really reach like a white hot level until junior year of high school. Really? Oh yeah. Sophomore. Yeah, that's when I really started to be like, I think this is for me. Which was also when I was in a punk band. It was very confusing. Yeah. There was this like merging. Yeah. And one of them won, and I was like, no more. You know, studs on my jacket, more of a, uh, I'll, I'm going to be with there's the Lord. A, there's a weird thing where, like, I mean, I remember going to this Jewish camp and, like, you know, certain kids would wear, like, uh, tzitzis, you know, like the fringes that yeah. hang from, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember thinking, like, well, like I'm... you're a nice Persian yeah, pillow. like, that was like, and I guess some people did it because they were religious, Yeah, and other people probably did it just because everyone else was doing it or other people were doing it or people they wanted to be like were doing it. Right. And then I might have even, I might have for a day, you know, done it because I sure. thought that, it, you know. Well, you're looking for your identity. Yeah, and you're trying to, but I mean, I wasn't looking for it based on any sort of like actual understanding of religion. I was literally just looking to fit in and be like people that I thought were cool. Right. Them. Yeah. And I, I have to imagine if one of the kids that like was making out a lot was wearing, what are they called? 
Yeah, that exactly. Schwitzes, schwitzes, schwitzes. No. <laughs> when you're done schwitzing, yeah. put on your yeah, schwitzes, schwitzes. Yeah. So if somebody like got laid and was wearing sure. those, yeah, uh, that w- that would be a big factor yeah. for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> eating, it, eating and fucking. It wasn't until later, like college or later, that I figured out a way to like be myself and be okay with it. And right, have people. I'm trying to think, yeah, because I at camp I could close the deal. I, I like I like that camp is a time that's when i met people that weren't people have a lot of of stories about like oh i gotta you know i got a hand job at camp like that's like a common like thing it's like you know uh, everything goes at camp well there's a clock on it you know you only have two weeks yeah yeah for me that happened like not until i was like a camp counselor or like late or like much later sure you know but from one of the campers (laughs) (laughs) yeah I but that that would I'm trying to take what's so magical about uh, magical about camp is that it, it is a finite amount of time you know you have two weeks yeah so even I went for eight weeks I would go for the whole summer really yeah even better well I, I'm wondering if it yeah, makes it easier know. to have a relationship but if you're only there for two weeks, I mean I definitely had relationships like full relationships this and is a camp to... thing that I mean that begin have a middle and an end and are two days in total in length. I right. mean that you know. Although maybe high school kids have that. I no, don't I remember that. I remember those kids uh, that like I didn't have anybody. I look back and I'm like, I totally could have been in a relationship with this girl and this girl and this girl. Oh, yeah. I had all these girlfriends, but like I yeah. just didn't have any sense of like why would they ever want to yeah. kiss me? Like I've, I'm weird. I braces. Yeah. Rubber bands. You could have. It's amazing to think. I think about this sometimes. You remember that show, that guy Mystery? You remember that guy, the pickup artist on VH1? He had that show where he taught like the, oh, the how dorks to nag to, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like some of that is very uh, gross. It's like you know, wear a million gold chains or like wear a crazy yeah. top hat to like get people's right. attention. Peacock, you know, a peacock exactly. And it's like that. That's kind of. But then some of it is stuff that I did eventually figure out, which is like. Hey, just walk up to somebody and say something crazy, you right, know, right. which is like a totally, you know, as a, as a kid you, or as a teenager, or I mean, you can't think that way of just like, you know, oh, anyone could just walk up to a girl and try to say something to get right, her attention. Right. You know? Well, it's weird. I still have that as a, as a grown-ass man. Is I, <laughs> I was at a party in uh, Miami, and it was at this bowling alley, and we're having fun. And, and I remember thinking, realizing, and identifying in my mind that I put these bubbles over different groups. I go, this is my group. Yeah. We're having drinks together. And I saw a group of uh, other others. And then yeah. we call, you call them others in your mind, and, and you don't go into their bubble. It's like this social thing. But that's all in your mind. You could go up to yeah. a group of people. But in, your, in my fantasy, I'm like, but they're bowling, and they don't want to – one of the best things – you know, I, I, I don't have too many stories about, like, picking up girls or whatever. But, like, in the times that I have been very extroverted and just yeah. wanted to talk to a girl mm-hmm. – uh, and that's really what these guys are trying to teach it is confidence. And, and I, I don't really like faking that. But if I do feel that way sometimes, yeah. I've been at a bar and gone up to a group of yeah. like two girls or whatever, so yeah. just as an example, and been like, I'm bored talking to my friends. Just yeah. that's, And that's true. Yeah. It's harmless. Right. It doesn't mean anything. It yeah. doesn't even need to be sexual. But the main thing is that it's true. Yeah. Hi, I'm bored talking to my friends. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, what is this? It's great. It's honest. Yeah. And that's fine. And it's not fake confidence if you actually believe 
that you're a person deserving of more right uh, attention from the ladies or whatever. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, if you're you're if you think to yourself like, oh, I'm a good person, I deserve people to like me, then it's not fake to be confident enough to walk up to them and talk to them right. because you actually think that you that they should be giving you attention. It was a big lesson too for me when I started realizing. And this was weird. As a, as a child and, you know, somewhat into my adulthood, I would look at, at women as other things. So there yeah. were bubbles just around women. Yeah. And then, like, one of the – one – not epiphany, but something that I realized later was, like, the things that feel good to me, like if a girl has ever come up to me or if a girl's ever said something nice to me or if a girl's ever just come over and joined the group or whatever and just paid attention to me, mm-hmm. those things probably feel pretty nice Going the other way, yeah, and because they're not mad, they're not unicorns, yeah. they're not white bats, they're girls, yeah. And you can go up to them and be like, "Hello, yeah. I don't have anything clever to say." <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm. I mean, like, listen, this is a thing, and I talk about this not just with girls, but like with my wife and everything is like you, just obsessing over whether other people are finding you interesting, or uh, just obsessing over whether you are. Uh, whether someone, the other person is enjoying this conversation or this party or this right. hangout with you right. as much as you did. You know? Right. Is, is, is a bad idea. You shouldn't obsess over Yeah, it. but I mean, I do. I don't know. I mean, I, I still feel in some ways like, you know, I feel like I, it's, it's weird. Like I was not one of the cool kids growing up and then I, I figured out a way to be myself, you know, uh, and be okay with it. And I have friends and a wife and people, you know, but I still right. do feel sometimes like, an outsider or you sure. Know, I'm sure everybody feels that. Yeah, we all do. Know. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But like it is worth getting over. You yeah. know what's interesting when when I heard you saying that, it actually goes back to another piece of fiction where they teach a guy how to pick up girls, uh, which is uh, the 40-year-old virgin. And they're just like, just ask questions. Yeah. And I was like, that's actually something that we've talked about on the show before, which is like people – Oh, yeah. You shouldn't be so worried about like being the entertaining one. Yeah. It was like people love, and this this came up on, I think, Andy Haynes, but it's in that book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And basically one of the principles was it's just like people love having themselves reflected back to them. And it's so rare that someone actually listens to them. So it's just that idea that like if you have a little bit of information, it's like – you can keep bouncing it. I back. like asking. I mean, I love asking people about themselves. I find that you know, yeah. I, I think it's interesting. And they and yeah. you, and you know, most people like talking yeah. about themselves. And yeah. if not, and then you take a turn. And everybody should just relax. Yeah. All this social anxiety, which I feel too. You know, Hurricane Pete goes up to a person. I'm bored talking to my friends, and we end up like having a nice evening together, and people yeah. are laughing and new friends and all that sort of stuff. And then like same Pete is just like wouldn't even get to the bar. It's just too concerned with the myriad of ways that something could go wrong. Yeah. And you're just like, why would I ever risk that? You could forget Robin's name. And well, that way, that's funny. I did have that dream, and it was last night, so I am still thinking about that, and it's funny that that comes back. That's often one of the scenarios. It's true that I, I didn't mind it at all, and when she apologized for calling me out, I was sincere when I was like, are yeah. you kidding me? I'm apologizing to you for forgetting well, she, your name. She she said she had done that before and felt bad and apologized to other people. And I said, I, I you know, it to me it's like it shows you know uh, like you took it as like oh she can hang you know like yeah. she's like she can give it back like of she, course you know, yeah it's fine it was yeah. completely fine it can terrify me this was my dream last night yeah so I was actually uh, I think. I, no, I wasn't bowling. I was doing a show. I hate show dreams. I have so many show dreams. <laughs> but I'm doing a show, and I'm, like, emceeing, and it was in this room, and everyone was standing. Anyway, this guy 
And I was like, we got to keep the show moving. I'm going to bring up this next guy. And I go, uh, it's one of these guys I don't know either of you. And this guy with like a red mustache is like, uh, you don't know who I am. And he's like, I, I got you your first writing job. <sighs> like, I, I vouched for yeah. you. And I, I'm the one that got you yeah. your job that got you in the door. Which actually uh, is, my, is my agent, Alec Botnick, who at one point I did not know his name and ran into him. And so it's kind of based Ooh. in reality. Yeah. So that actually did kind of happen, and I had yeah. to make a note and be like, because I don't know who's pushing, who's fighting the fight for me necessarily. Yeah. And then someone was like, you know, it was Alec. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah. So I've had that before where I, uh, you don't re- uh, recognize somebody, and you should, you know, I mean, but that, but, happens. but, but that, yeah, but I would, re- yeah, but. That's a scary dream, yeah. It will, and, and it's based on the flush of adrenaline that, that my run-in with Robin. But now I will remember, you know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. does help and, you but remember. You'll, but you'll go overboard. You'll, uh, I'm not saying this is a uh, bad way. This is, I would do the same thing. It's yeah. like you'll, you'll, when you see her from now on, you'll turn it into a bit about how you remember her name. Of course I will. Yeah. And that'll be our thing until we get a new one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- thank God we've replaced sand. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask this one in the middle of the show. We usually do it at the end. Do you do you know, can you remember one of the hardest times you've ever laughed? Because honestly, that sand story made me think of some of the hard, That makes me laugh so, so One of the hard. hardest times I've ever laughed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ever. Uh, it doesn't have to be good. Often people are like, no one's going to get this. And then yeah. we always do get it. Uh, last, uh, it's the hardest I've ever laughed. Oh, you know what? This jogs a memory because uh, the theater where I saw – I was just talking to somebody about this. The theater where I saw the first Mr. Bean movie in Providence, Rhode Island, where I went to college. I also remember seeing something about Mary there in the theater. Mr. Bean comes up again? Amazing. Yeah. Well, I – no, no, because I was telling someone about something about Mary, and I in the theater, I remember – I was just telling someone this story the other day – it was a funny movie, first of all, obviously, a lot of laughs. And then at one point, the guy who is the uh, – he, he, you think he's crippled and then he's not. Yeah. And he goes, uh, you guys should be kissing my hairy beanbag right now. <laughs> and that got like a little laugh. And then someone in the theater goes, hairy beanbag. And the whole theater just died laughing. <laughs> I mean, it drowned at out. At the repeating. At the repeating. And it drowned out like three minutes of the movie. <laughs> I mean, it was so, it was like, a, it was like we all made a group. I will never forget that. And that's got to be, I mean, that's tw- what, 20 years ago? And I remember seeing that in the theater. Yeah. And, and, and I will never forget that. Was the feeling laughing at her for being stupid and repeating No, it? it was a guy who repeated it. And it was a feeling like we laughed that he enjoyed it so much and also of, of, of all the jokes in the movie that that's kind of like a throwaway it's kind of like a throwaway piece of dialogue yeah. it's not like you know something like the sperm in the hair or the right, right. thing caught in the right. zipper right. where it's like right. you're going to be telling your friends for weeks that the guy said you guys should be kissing my hairy beanbag right now of all the things to to repeat uh, you know to um uh, to, to decide to repeat that, and then I just still remember it. Can I tell you that something I still quote with me and my brother? Oh God! Yeah. Every time I see him in the vein of talking yeah. in movie theaters, this yeah. one's real fast. We saw Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Kevin yeah. Costner, and there was this idiot in front of us. He was probably drunk. We didn't even know. We were pretty young. And he's just talking all during the previews and just really no regard, no etiquette whatsoever. And the first shot of that movie is, is you know, like a Middle Eastern looking mm-hmm. <laughs> town. 
Yeah. <laughs> a Middle Eastern town? No, is- it's well, I'll tell you what it yeah. is. It, you know, it just looks a little bit like a Latin, let's say. Right. Anyway, he goes it's so loud for the whole theater to go. So it fades into that cityscape, and he goes, Bangladesh. <laughs> And then the Chiron fades fades in, and it's it's Jerusalem. So he goes like this: he goes Bangladesh, and then it fades in, and he goes Jerusalem. <laughs> he read both. He he guessed Bangladesh. Then it comes up Jerusalem, and he goes oh Jerusalem, yeah. like corrected. And you, this was with your brother. I still to this day. So you day, can text your brother Bangladesh. He'll write back Jerusalem. Yeah. I, it's so like yeah. a drunk idiot. No. Bangladesh. Yeah. So loud. I will say. And he was yeah, wrong. Yeah. I mean, like, I, you know, we hang out with comics and stuff all the time, but, like, the funniest stuff is the stuff, like, with your, your, my two brothers or, like, my old friends, like, stuff where you can literally yes, just yes. send a text or a reference to something that yeah. only that person would yeah, understand. That, make, that makes me want to look at my text from my brother. What time? I parked in a two hour. I just have oh, to we keep just an eye. Okay. I, I think at three, I have to either. Can you? Okay. Thanks. This is this is still. I just want to see. <laughs> he texted me a picture of Ben Affleck for no reason. <laughs> we love texting each other pictures of Bobby Bacala from The Sopranos. <laughs> my <laughs> for no reason. My. Uh, oh God. I'm sorry. I this I, is no, no, break. I know. I almost feel like keep talking about people <laughs> my brother texts me anytime a uh a, or g chats me anytime a famous person bobby buckle is funny go ahead my my brother t- uh will or will text me or g chat me and i'll do the same anytime a, a random famous person dies uh-huh. and it's almost like this unspoken game of who can who can do it first oh, who, can, well, who can let the other person know first and that was gonna be like oh wow that per-, you know kumail and i talked about uh yeah. not a huge yeah. open um how am I blanking on this name? Played the Joker. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Yeah. Heath Ledger was the first time when texting was around enough that you would get a text that yeah. someone had died. Yeah. Heath Ledger died. Uh, that was a big one. Um, he, my brother also just texted me. This is from our childhood. I yeah. wrote a book called Joe's Studio. Uh-huh. But for some reason, I wrote it Joe's Statio. Uh-huh. Like S-T-O-T-Y-O. Like I just didn't know how to spell Joe's Studio. And we still remember lines from this children's book. And I just looked at the text and one of them was Gary Gnu with the evening news at two. <laughs> like we thought yeah, Gary, so... no good news is good news. That was Gary Gnu. From oh, I was the, uh, stealing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I was definitely the stealing the character. Oh, joke stealing. Yeah, when you're 12, all bets <laughs> oh, are off. Yeah, matter. yeah, yeah. And then who knows? I might have even stolen this. But one was the guy does the weather. And he's like, and over here it's uh, sunny, and down here it's that. And then you turn the page, and he's being struck by lightning, and he's saying, and here, comma, storms. <laughs> that was like, well, he still texts me, and here, and storms. Here, comes, here, wait, let's see if I can find one. That's so funny. Let's see if I can find one funny thing <laughs> for my brother that makes no sense to anyone <laughs> but me. And then we, we should talk about, um, I wanted to ask you about writing. He did send me a text that said, Pat Summerall died. <laughs> I'm um, not laughing at the death. <laughs> uh, God. I sent him a text that said Roger Ebert died. This is literally, yeah, I'm going yeah, back yeah, and telling yeah. I mean, this is really. Isn't that weird? At some point, a life just becomes a text. Oh God, 
it's it's really sad. It made <laughs> it me sound sad. like an awful person. No, but, uh, but that's what everybody's yeah. doing. I, I it doesn't go back far enough to find anything really like to like a yeah. reference from childhood. But. This is this is a this is a traditional. Back in the day, the, sh- the premise of the show is to t- talk about weird things, three right. weird things. And if this were that show, I would ask you about moving to L.A. to write for Ellen. Yeah, and then you were fired. Uh, well, my contract didn't get you renewed. You were fired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make it sensational. We need the ratings. I mean, I, uh, yeah, I moved out here. I worked, I wrote there for, I was actually working out here while my wife was back in New York mm-hmm. for, uh, I did four months of that. And then my, my, or I did three months. My contract got renewed. So she moved out here. And then uh, two months later, yeah, at the end of the season, I uh, I did not get uh, picked up. So, right. um, so then we, Bad my feeling. wife had quit her job in yep. New York yep. to move here, and you had like rented a house and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, the other thing was like, uh, I had it gotten to the point in New York where like I had I had been there long enough, I had known enough people where it's like when I. Uh, you know when a job ended because eventually they all end whether you get let go or whether sure. you show the, sh- gets the show gets canceled i mean you know uh and i had got, i had known enough people where it's like oh i could pick up some work here or whatever and then when i came out here i did not work for like several months after ellen so it was like kind of the scary situation where you know she moved out here neither of us was was uh, working she had to take the bar out here because she's a lawyer yep and uh so it was like, what did I do? I actually ended up. I mean, I wrote. I basically wrote a, a a pilot that was basically about this, about a couple that moves out to L.A. for the husband's job, and the fi- husband gets fired immediately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but um, now I've gotten back to the point where, like, I you know, I'm 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 working and we're happy and right. things are good. But I remember was, you, you wrote for Letterman before that, right? I did yeah. Because so I, you yeah. told me that you used to work from home. I started out at Letterman working from home for the first two months. I was writing monologue jokes, and then I would come in and I uh, I worked out of the office. I worked there for about a year. So I remember it struck me the the routine of it. You told me that you had to get up really early in the morning, right? Yeah, I uh, I mean when you're a monologue writer, I mean that's pretty much like you know I mean scouring, a lot yeah, of scouring, a lot of scouring, a lot of uh, <laughs> I mean a lot of premises you know looking for i mean looking for premises takes uh takes forever but yeah. uh you know i love we should write a monologue joke on the air i love writing i i two things i love writing monologue jokes i know yeah. that's weird because you probably no i love it, it so much no i okay. still do it i mean i i mean that's my my twitter is like 75 percent like topical jokes i mean that's my favorite thing to do i look at it like a puzzle like a puzzle yeah i mean i and only recently that i figured this out and i mean other people have said this but where like i was a great uh math I was really good at math as a kid, and I think mm-hmm. writing short monologue jokes and Twitter and fitting it into the 140 characters uh, definitely appeals to that. Part. Yeah. Yeah. No, but there, there's something uh, – when I look at – you know, I'm kind of complimenting myself here, but it took a long time to get there. And this is what I want to talk about is like I remember looking at a friend of mine's, let's say, Letterman submission yeah. packet. And there's a way that you can read a monologue joke and just know that the music of it is yeah. wrong, the words are wrong. Like, yeah. You need to phrase it more severely. The story needs to sound bigger. Yeah. Uh, the punchline's too mean, or it's not mean enough. Or yeah. like it's there. No more. Like it is like Twitter, but like you got to end on that right word. Yeah. There's something old school about it. Yeah. You want a, a, a cucamonga. You want yeah. something like that in there. Right. Yeah, I, I, I've also, you know, had people give me unsolicited monologues, and you know, I, I never look at them really. But I remember looking at one in a weaker moment, and and just reading it and being like, "This, this guy doesn't get what we're talking about." So yeah. it's not, it's not uh, a given. Yeah, I mean, the first thing you should 
I mean, I've given this advice to people before where it's like, let's say you're submitting for, you know, Kimmel or whatever, like record Kimmel's monologue, type it out. Yeah. Like look at, read the jokes, look at what it looks like. And your jokes should look like that. I mean, like, I mean, you know, you, you, I'm not saying you shouldn't bring your own perspective. I mean, they have to be in the person's voice. Right. Well, you know, if you want to bring your own little weirdness or like throw in like one joke where it's like, oh, that's something that only I would think of. Or right. a few jokes where it's like, oh, that's something only I would think of. Right. But they should look like and sound like and have the right same number of sentences and the same number of right, words right, right. as the joke that for the person you're That's writing. what I used to do with stand-up too is type up people's sets and be like, oh, this is what stand-up looks like. But yeah. especially with monologue jokes. I, you know, it's funny. I did uh, Jessel Nick Offensive and you wrote for that as well. Yeah. And I was do, and I made the joke that I wrote a joke for Anthony, and uh, th- this speaks to what we're talking about. The joke is, as I say, I was in the mall and I saw a T-shirt that yeah. said, "I didn't ask me to be born Mexican. Yeah. God just likes me more." I said, "I love it." Yeah. Ask them if it was available in white, right? Yeah. And then he do, he said, first of all, he'd never do it because he wouldn't do a joke right. that someone else wrote. And then two, he wouldn't do it. And he wasn't joking. He said on the show, he's like, I would never do a, a joke where I said I love it. Yeah. Like I would never be like, I love that shirt. Yeah. Even that little tweak would kill the I, joke. Yeah. I also don't think that he would do a joke about a T-shirt in the mall. I, th- I think. Right. I yeah. Mean, no, that's I think the that next he, problem. He does. You know, he would. He, his premises would be like my, you know, I mean, this is a st- stock Jesselnik premise, but, you know, my, my, uh, so my sister, my sister has cancer or something where it's like yeah, it's yeah, short yeah. and everybody understands what it is. Right. Right away. Right, right, right. You know, I don't think anything where explaining, seeing something where you, and that's actually, that's a weird, I mean, like, I feel like so many people did. That's a that's a thing you do so much when you're starting out about in comedy, like a like a joke about a commercial that you saw, and explaining it, yeah. and then doing it, yeah. you know. And it's like some of it, it, you know, you can get away with some of it if it's a commercial that a lot of people have seen, or you have to be so the joke has to be so amazing that you're you right. know, that you right. are making it worth explaining right. this. Locally, thing. I'm sure it kills. You actually can't yeah. do any better than making right. fun of a. I mean, how many people have jokes about like the pot anti pot? Ads. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I had a joke forever about like, uh, it, you know, when I was first starting out about the the commercials you see you see growing up, you know, where the drugs you dad. I learned it from watching you. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. But I mean, like explaining a t shirt that you saw that I, I just don't. Yeah, it's not something. Yeah. You do. But no, I mean, you're right. It's so right away yeah. it's wrong. But even I didn't realize that. Yeah. But you're right. So if you want to write for Kimmel, watch Kimmel and then write it out. I think yeah. that's a very helpful exercise, and I don't think a lot of people do that. And and the other advice I give to people is get up early in the morning. It's, I mean, I've become I've trained myself to the point where like. It's an, it's affected my stand up career where it's like I'm not going to do a show at 11 p.m. Like I yeah. because I've become a morning person. Wait, I, be, I, just from writing the monologues, just getting in that. Zone. I am a I've tr- become. I mean, the part of this is just getting older, but I've become the type of person who wakes up in the morning, drinks coffee, tries to write, and then you know tries to go to bed early. And I think I think that helps. I think get it, you know. Well, uh, yeah, people say that you know being awake when it's light out—it it, kind of sounds like common sense. Yeah. But like somebody, somebody threw this word at me: circadian rhythms or something. It's like bad people that have night jobs tend yeah. to die sooner. Yeah, there's—I don't know what's going. But on But I gave there. someone the honest advice recently of of like you know, do, I said, "Do you drink coffee?" And they said, "No." And I said, "You should start because I honestly because I, I honestly think like you know." Getting up and drinking coffee and reading the paper, I do think gets you, or reading the online version of the paper gets you into that framework of being yeah. a, being a 
monologue right and it depends what you want to do i mean i think you mean the jumpiness the hyper yeah 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 and just like you know this has got to be done by noon because it's for today you know but i think that's an exercise that would help everybody i mean like i don't i know that a lot of places you know i mean i'm not saying that they're knocking down my door anyway but it would be tough for me to be on that snl schedule where it's like you know tuesday night we write all night and yeah we uh you know like it always sounded like a nightmare to me yeah i don't think i could could fun- I mean, I could train myself to, to function like right, that. You right, know? right, right. I mean, I would be super anal about it. I'd be like, well, I got to have a coffee at 11.30 p.m., and then I got to have a coffee at 2.30 a.m. Right, right, <laughs> you know, if I'm going to make right. it through the whole night. Yeah. No, I understand. I've never pulled an all-nighter ever, and I think... I did once in college. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't know why. It was stupid. It's never... It's never. I've always said to myself, I was like, I bet me rested could make up better answers than yeah. me staying yeah. up all night. The trick, it, you can't use that, though, as a rationalization to be like, well, I'm, you know, I'm just going to get a lot... I'm going to sleep... You know, then you can use it as a rationalization to, uh, you know... I've, I have found that I, I can do more tired than I thought I can. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, oh, like I think you know, that's true. Like, I think there's things where it's like, oh, if I don't get seven hours, I'm going to be a zombie tomorrow. And then you get five and a half and you pull through and, right. you're, and you're like well it's I did it. I was just thinking about that yeah. I, I've been like oh I, I only have good shows when I've slept a whole lot and then yeah. I was like that's not true you had that show two nights ago and you didn't sleep at all and you were yeah. like kind of sick and yeah. you don't even know what your ideal I'm pre- I gotta be honest I'm pretty groggy now I had two nights in the teepee this weekend oh I, yeah I mean yeah I did sleep a lot last I normally get coffee for, uh, for the podcast for the guests I didn't get you a coffee well I'm not John Ham. I mean you know Ham turned down the brownie ha- Ham did not eat the brownie I bought him. You bought him a brownie? I ate it. When he said no, I ate the shit out of that yeah. brownie, and I said, it's good, Ham. Do you think people at all... <laughs> I'm just imagining someone... Have you heard Ham's uh, podcast I... that he did with John Fish? Hamming it, <laughs> hamming it up. <laughs> ham and fish. <laughs> oh, my God. Ham in the tank. <laughs> uh, ham and... Wait, is... ham and fish sounds like a... Um... It's like it's like uh, there's something Catholic about. I mean, because ham is like Easter, and then fish. You think about Jesus fish or uh, or a fish on Fridays or yeah. something. There's, yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to figure out what the perfect uh, oh yeah. Easter ham and fry and Friday fish yeah, fry. Yeah, yeah, and they only talk about Catholicism. Yeah, ham and fish. Ha- no, it's here. It is here, fish and ham. Between good between Good Friday and Easter, this is what we talk about, you know, or something or something like that. It's a podcast yeah, that yeah, only comes yeah, out between yeah, Good one, Friday one and Easter. Saturday a year, yeah, yeah. But it's an eight-hour episode. I'm just imagining, and maybe this is me being unnecessarily self-deprecating, but, like, it's hard for me to imagine someone at home being like, should I listen to the John Hamm one or the Matt Goldish? Which episode should I listen to? Well, you know, to? you're one of the you're one of the little gems. You're one of the little gems that people oh, listen and then they're and then they're delightful. I do surprised. I do like hearing podcast with people that that you don't necessarily watch (laughs) (laughs) you don't feel that way you said earlier no 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 no. i i like i like listen well i mean obviously i all first of all like people we know will listen to it and 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 like it because i like hearing people i know but also i i like i like hearing you know everyday you know working people well those are some of my favorite episodes pat walsh is another tv writer is one of the oh he's funny best episodes we've ever i listened to that one yeah he's fantastic we're having breakfast tomorrow oh nice I just thought I'd tell you that. Yeah. Well, okay. We we, we uh, let's talk. We got. We could have breakfast sometimes. By the way, you could come over to the house if you wanted. I don't know. Me and, <laughs> me, me and, me and Robin had a had a bad thing. Yeah, you could share a bowl of ice cream. You know what it made me think of when you were talking about wearing the cowboy share <laughs> the same bowl of ice cream. Uh, when you were talking about the cowboy hat, yeah. I want to do a segment on my show called Own It, which is like I take you. <laughs> 
and we go out and we just wear cowboy hats and yeah. we're unapologetic about it because Zach Kreger and I had dinner last night and I was telling him about how I rode a Segway and it was like the best day of my life. Oh, yeah. He was like, I've always wanted I to. I saw that picture of you riding the Segway. That was not a fake smile. I was yeah. so happy on the Segway. It seems fun. It, it was the most fun ever. And I was like, we're going to film it for the show. It's going to be called Own It. Me and Zach go down to Venice and rent Segways and yeah. just declare it and own it. Enjoy it on a non-ironic uh, It's not ironic. Level. It's yeah. Mr. Bean, I, too. Listen, I was on the uh, so this uh, weekend. Some lady like was like, get on the, cover, the front of her... Uh, what do you call like a four wheeler or something like that? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, but it was like a small, almost like a golf cart, but not, but like a more a rustic golf cart. Yeah. And so we were walking back from something, and she pulls it and she goes, "Get on!" And I sat on the front, and she just gunned it, and I'm just going sitting there going, "Wee!" <laughs> you know, and I never do that. I never, I rarely and it's like right enjoy there. things on a That's like a, a non ironic level. You could like go that, get you know? on a Segway after yeah. this show. We, we could go and get on Segways, and we don't. And that's like one of the weird things. We're in the way of our own happiness. We, we instead we look at the people on Segways and go, "God, what a dork! What you an know? idiot!" Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but there's a little bit of jealousy in that. Yeah, because there's jealousy, but also it's like. If you had one day in Miami and that's how you chose to spend it, I would judge you. Uh, you know, like that was how many days were you in Miami? Three. Yeah, and that was day three. But I was only that was only an hour, and that was that, right. you know it was for a shoot. Yeah, I wish I, I'd be more. I'd be very proud to say I went out and got it. But it was for a shoot, right. and we wrote it. Amy Schumer wrote it. Oh, nice. Kent Alterman wrote it. But from it's, Comedy Central. <laughs> it's it the, was the best. It's the touristy the way where it's like that's the way of seeing that's your way of seeing the city. That's the being way on I a Segway. I understand. Yeah. But it's like, imagine being able to go forward, backwards, sideways, effortlessly yeah. and very fast. It's the yeah. feeling of kind of like flying. It, it's amazing. I, they didn't become popular, really. Right. I mean, they. everyone bless said you. they were going to, bless you, they were going to revolutionize. Yeah. Some, I they think that's the problem. mall cop. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the problem is that there was nothing for them to revolutionize. Yeah. Because it was a revolutionary technology, but what is it going to yeah. change? It's hard to be walking. Th- walking. People yeah. love walking. Yeah. Christopher Segway. <laughs> you can go back and get that one later. Well, let's talk about uh, love and your okay. wife, Robin. And you met her and you took her to your date in your diarrhea date. Yeah. And uh, how did you meet her? You said that she show. was in the audience at, at, at the show with Oren and those other guys. Did you do crowd work to her? <laughs> I did, yeah. You did? Yeah. What did you say? I said, I, I had a joke. I, I was like, uh, you know, when uh, you. I was like, you you know how some girls sometimes a guy you hook up with a guy and then he won't call you afterwards, and uh, I said that to Robin who was like, it was this was Rafifi, so she's probably the only girl there. I mean, you know, <laughs> in the first three rows, yeah. uh, and uh, she goes, uh, I've never had that happen to me before. You know, like kind of like yeah. a snappy comeback, and I was yeah. like, ooh. And then after the show, I talked to her and I, you know, I said, you know, sorry, I talked to you from the stage, and she's and uh, she she was, uh, you know, we talked for a little bit, and I said, can I get your email address for my mailing list? You know, that was a big. Uh, uh, and so I emailed her. I said, uh, <laughs> "You just did tour schedule." <laughs> no, I did say, "I, I said uh, you you should come to another show sometime, or we should get a drink." And uh, she goes, uh, "Sure, I'd I'd love to get it. I'd love to come to another show sometime." And just ignored the part about getting a drink. And so, but I did. I invited her to another show, and uh, she came. And then I asked her out on the spot. Can't really say no. And then, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you said we should go out sometime. Yeah, and so we did. And then uh, you know, but but I mean, I was in that apartment a lot. You know, uh, her apartment. Yeah, like for the first, and she lived there with those guys for the first like two years that we were dating. Oh, you mean Orin's apartment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 And so I mean, I remember always like waking up in the middle of the night to like go pee and seeing you. (laughs) 
or any other you know comic in New York, like in yeah. Warren's room editing a video. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Uh, fun yeah. times. And then, and how long did you date before you got married? We dated for two and a half years, and then we got engaged. We were engaged for a year, and then we married three and a half. Oh wow! Yeah. So it's no, it's not new. It's no. something you've been doing for a while. Good for you, man. It's and nice. and and I she she's a lawyer, which is kind of similar. To comedian. Well, she's she's more of a uh, researcher, mediator. So she mediates disputes uh, like between people out of court. Oh, really? Yeah. Like that when people settle, it's because of people yeah. like Robin. Uh, generally, I she mean, you can settle like, Tim, lawyers, Tim, Tim, Tim. but we uh, both know that's not going to happen. The uh, <laughs> it's funny um, uh, because it's hard to explain. Some people get it. Some people have been in mediations, like if they've been in a divorce or whatever. But then to a lot of people in California, I'll be like, no, it's what that show Baron was on about, is, is about. Oh, right. <laughs> Wasn't that called Barely Legal? No, Fairly Legal. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's a mediator. <laughs> She's a mediator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you have to go yeah. that canceled show that Baron oh, was God. on, that's what my wife does. The, the problem is that uh, uh, for Baron is it's like, Nobody actually Wait, watched not, the show. Is and it so, on still? No, I don't think so. But I think, like, you know, for him, the fact that nobody knows what a mediator is is a sad commentary on the fact that nobody watched the show. Because if they had, you know, because it's one of those things brought- where it's like, oh, I, I retweeted when he tweeted about it. You know, I did. But no, I didn't actually DVR USA or whatever, <laughs> uh, you know, to um, uh, watch the show. Support fairly legal. Yeah. But I mean, I, you know, and there are, uh, I have, count, you know, I'll, I'm ha- always happy to share something that my, you know, friends are doing to my sure. dozens of followers. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, uh, you know, I don't necessarily, some things I'm like, oh, I got to see that. Yeah. I really want to see that. I'll yeah. DVR it. And then other things I'll just, you know, I hope everybody else watches it. <laughs> Uh, well, let's. I feel like we're going to go into the into the speed round and the god round. Okay. You, you're chosen. You're, you're I'm Jewish. a Jew by birth. Yes, yep, you're one of the one of the Jewish. Yeah, and uh, and you said that you weren't really religious. I, uh, my wife and I. We, I mean, I enjoy the uh, some of the observance. You know, I we, we have like a Passover seder or like go to services on Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah. I wouldn't say I necessarily am up very religious Jew, but right. You know, but you're not on Rosh Hashanah desperately hoping that you'll be redeemed. No, you're just no. rocking a yum. No. Yeah. I mean, and I like it and it's weird because like, I've also talked about that with my wife about like the disconnect between like, not necessarily believing everything that people there go- that's going on, but also wanting to pass it on and want to share with your yeah. children. And we sort of have the same, you know, we don't have kids, but so, you know, if we do someday to the idea of like, always wanting them to know about their Jewish heritage and wanting them to celebrate the traditions of, like, having it. Because it's fun, and it's, like, you know, it's something that... There's something cool about the fact that it connects you to, like, you know, a million generations back. Yep. But, oh, I thought uh, yeah. you were also going to say to an idea of a god, a higher power sort of thing. Yeah, that that's, stuff I, doesn't doesn't appeal to me as much. I'm, I, 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 I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe that's hypocritical to celebrate the traditions, like, you know sort of empty of what they're supposed to mean but i mean but there but there is some nice (laughs) stuff about judaism about like you know uh the fact that you know it it does encourage i think questioning more than other religions you know yep like you're 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 not gonna get in trouble or or like go to hell for you know asking the rabbi like you know what if god doesn't exist you know unless it's like an orthodox rabbi i guess right right right. shunned but like no you know but i mean i i think that's kind of nice you know well that's the debating uh culture the the history of debating and 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 intellectual discussion yeah and nerdy stuff 
It is nerdy, yeah, but it's no. a lot of fun. And it, it yeah. also lends itself to pretty good comedy, like dissecting things yeah. and questioning things. Yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing is like, I mean, I so strongly identify as a Jew culturally and the comedy thing ties into that like so, so much, you know, I mean, like, and so I think because of that, like, you know. It's, Wait, it's, you it, you relate to that? I I mean I you know the I identify thing. with the, the 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 Woody Allen tradition and right. the, all the Jewish right. comedians and things. And, right. You know, I mean it's not like I, Matt Goldich, I'm ever going to be able to hide it. The fact that I was born a Jew. <laughs> I mean I'm not you know I you know I'm not going to uh, you know I, it's fascinating to me that people there was a time when people could change <laughs> I, their names. Matt Goldich. It, it, like do be, I guess people still change their names for yeah John Stewart. Yeah. Uh, Michael Ian Black. I guess, but it's not... Isn't Michael Ian Black? That's not his real name. But John's... Uh, but in modern day, you would change your name because the new name is easier to pronounce or easier to say. Right. Or, or, or looks better. You wouldn't change it to sound less Jewish. Right. These days, it's, it's a little of both. Because John Stewart is not hiding his Judaism. No, he's certainly not. Yeah. But he is hiding... I believe it's the worst one, in my opinion, which is Lip- Lipschitz. I don't think the that's the one that him. has shits in it. Michael Ian Black was Schwartz. Michael Ian Black was Schwartz. John Stewart. No offense to me. Oh, is he Lipschitz? Yeah, Lipschitz. Yeah. yeah. Friend. Ludwitz? Leibowitz. Leibowitz. Yeah. But his middle name is Stewart, but it's spelled U A R T. Huh. Yeah. So he just went with his middle name. Yeah. Mm, crafty. Choice. Crafty so, like a Jew, I'm you sorry. might say. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's what Al Franken mm-hmm. said. He made some interesting counter-argument mm-hmm. to somebody about uh, the existence of God. And, and, and the Christian guy goes, well, no one said you Jews weren't crafty. And I was like, wow, that is like yeah. out of this world weird and, then, and offensive. And then you lend out your uh, existing last name at, with interest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me, you, did you say you're an atheist? Did you just no? I it's so it's weird. I don't really think about it. I don't know. I don't. I don't care as much about. I, I feel bad. Like I don't mean to be glib. I know you, you know, but I I don't spend a lot of time questioning about or thinking about it. I just sort of mindlessly celebrate the traditions of Judaism and and I judge certain things about it that I don't like. Like when I see. You know, I live in a neighborhood. There's a lot of Orthodox, and that bo- you know, that bothers me for whatever reason. Like people who, I mean, and I'm what I'm not. You know, I this is all hypocritical. I mean, what I'm doing is, which is mindlessly celebrating, picking and choosing which traditions I want to celebrate, mm-hmm. is not that different from them mindlessly following everything. Mm-hmm. But I always find that the people who mindlessly follow everything are always very intolerant and very. Uh, I don't know. They always are. Uh, judgy and I, I don't no matter what religion it is well so. I, i've noticed yeah not just jews but yeah anybody uh that i know our age seems to have a little bit yeah. of embarrassment towards the extreme people yeah the people that are really going because it kind of you know they're not very included in the world they're, it's different they i'm talking about the jewish the orthodox jews and stuff people don't really understand them and stuff and, and here you are kind of not assimilating you're, you're still being a Jewish American but you're certainly fitting in in a more yeah. broad way and I think you look at that maybe as like the old way I don't know yeah I mean also that I guess I just you know the fact that there's I I always just I, I don't know there's something about people who take who are really really religious in any religion that just rubs me the wrong way. I mean, and not to judge people who are, not really, when I say really religious, I mean really fundamentalist about it. You yeah. Know? I mean, like I, you know, 
I, I don't think religion is a bad thing. I know a lot of people feel like the world will be a better place without it. I don't necessarily feel that way. I think there's a lot of people right. that do a lot of good things because of it, you know. Right. And there are people that do a lot of horrible things, and we, we yeah. have to acknowledge that sure, as sure. well. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I would just say I'm not deeply questioning. I'm just, you know, I just sort of am who I am. And yeah, know. and but you're not going to, if you do have hypothetical children, necessarily teach them about God. Uh no. I mean, you Does teach that... them about the Jewish traditions, and God comes up. I don't. I don't know. I haven't yet figured out how exactly I would. I would explain to them. Yeah. What, what about Robin? Does she want? Does we she... feel pretty much the same way. Okay, so she's similar. Yeah. So that's nice. It feels like you're not burdened, which means you probably weren't taught any sort of like fear system or, or any sort of anxiety regarding God. Uh, no, I would say no. I would say my, you know, my, uh, yeah, parents in Hebrew school and stuff did a good job of like, you know, teaching me about everything, but not really forcing me to believe right. anything or. or do, you, do you think when we die, dead over, dead over? I have no idea. I really, I. It doesn't I, bother yeah. you, bumpy plane ride. You're you're not thinking. This is the end. I mean, I'm, I'm scared of I'm scared of death. I, you know, the idea of like my loved ones having to live without me. But I, you know, isn't that weird? Like I, I was thinking about this because I know you talk about a lot of deep topics with people. I, I, I literally spend much more time obsessing over like what am I going to eat for dinner than like what happens when we die. I don't know. It's a weird. Like I don't. I don't want to say I don't care. Right. But I don't. I don't think I. And I'm. And I'm an insanely neurotic person in many ways. But I don't think about it. I don't well, think Woody, about what happens. Nobody's more seemingly worried about his death than Woody Allen. Yeah. I mean, the the my brain tells me that nothing happens. That you go into the ground and that's it. Yeah. That's pretty heavy, though. Yeah. I mean, you're probably right. I mean, you might not be right, but I mean, like you, you're probably like my gut says that that certainly makes sense. Yeah. And then like my hope and my you know optimism yeah. is like but maybe maybe it's something else i mean when i hear story you know when i hear stories about like people who were dead and they came back and they saw the light and like god told them this and this and this i mean my 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 instinct my gut is that that person is crazy really yeah interesting yeah. but you could we could induce a near death experience we could give you uh drugs that would make you have a near-death experience. We'd give you DMT or something. And people that do that drug say that they're floating in a Michelangelo painting and they see yeah. the gods painted just like... But, I mean, it's like the most vivid it's not thing my favorite idea you've had. Uh, I liked it better when you said, let's write a monologue joke. <laughs> <laughs> and let's induce your death. Well, that's what's so terrifying is everybody yeah. that takes that drug at first goes, oops, I took too much, I'm dead. Yeah. And that's the drug. So that's wild. So they're not insane. They're just having chemicals released. In yeah, their brain. yeah, yeah. It doesn't necessarily. It's not objective. It's not that the people. It's not the people who did it, but the people who who use it as proof that God exists or something. Sure, yeah. I understand. Yeah. So I like that. I, we've had this answer before on the show where people just aren't really too encumbered yeah. by spiritual things, and that's nice. I kind of like that. For okay, you. good. It's it mix things up. Feels like you can fly yeah. a kite and not really worry. Yeah. So now, I, now, now we just have the uh, the the speed round. Which is oh you can we can sing to a pop song. It would be so funny to make Matt Golditch sing. To I a kind pop of already song. did uh, my version of uh, "Call Me Maybe." Oh yeah, Britney that's Spears right. Britney Spears being uncomfortable at singing "Call Me Maybe" because of or not "Call Me Maybe" uh, at Party in the USA because of all of the yeah Miley Cyrus references. Yeah. We've already heard yeah. a little bit of the singing. Yeah, uh, let's do uh, or we could do what if? Wait, this is a good. What if uh, Miley Cyrus? Got pitched a Britney Spears song 
but there were Britney Spears references in it. Yeah. So she didn't want to, you know. Right. And it was like, um, you know, Kevin Federline is a bad kisser. <laughs> What's that to the tune of, though? <laughs> oh, I have to. It's got to be to the song? tune. Yeah, because I was sort of oh, doing. I was sort of doing party. Oh, music, you're so. right. You did it better. So, you, you know, it's got to be like shave my head now one more time. Or something <laughs> like, like, I never shaved my. But then Miley Cyrus sort of did shave her head, so she could kind of oh, do it. Okay, she could kind of okay. do it. They could tweak it. We could tweak it yeah, for them. Yeah, we could also do fake laugh that turns into a real laugh. Those are those oh. are the choices. Anything with acting is is terrible for me. Uh, it's, it won't. Re- oh, that makes me want to do that one. <laughs> Let's at least try. What you do we just do? do a fake laugh. Okay. All right. <laughs> now, wait. You're real laughing. You're, you're That's real. Okay. We're going to do a fake laugh. It doesn't right. have to be okay. like convincing. Okay. You're, everyone will know it's a fake laugh. Okay. But then the idea is that the fake laugh eventually turns into a real laugh. Okay. Because it's so silly that you're fake yeah. laughing. So when it turns into a real laugh, you have to raise your hand. Okay. All right. And the point of the game isn't to necessarily like withhold your real laugh or anything. It's just to be right. honest when it turns it, into. There's a real no laugh. winners in fake. There's laugh, no real winners. Laugh. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Okay. And you can do a silly laugh for a real laugh. It doesn't matter. Okay. I remember John Dor went like, oh, 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 like he did it like that, yeah. and he he held out really long. Dark Soul, that one. Yeah. I'm kidding. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's real. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. That was fast. That was fast. Well, because yeah. you went, ha, 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 ha. I have no acting that's skill. That's what I'm trying uh, to tell you. I have no ability uh, to do a, a fake laugh. I'm the kind of guy who's like, hey, Matt, can you be like an extra in yeah. my video yeah. that I'm shooting for the internet? <laughs> and then it's like, we had to cut your part because you were looking the wrong way in the background when you weren't supposed to do anything like that's how bad i am at these things can you tell me i'm i'm a i'm the bank and i'm taking your home yeah and you have to say like but this home means everything to me yeah. ready action but this home means everything to me <laughs> i'm the worst I'm the worst. I'm the worst. <laughs> I gotta get another take. That was the best I've no, ever seen. No. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. It was the best. But this home means everything to me. <laughs> Come on now. This home. This one. <laughs> You're kind of kind of a sign belt. Yeah. No. This I don't home. Know. Yeah. It's where the heart is. Tony Rado. Take that! Did you have a song you wanted us to sing? It looked like you loaded no, one. I just went to get up. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, all right. We could find a song, and that'll be a fun way to end. We have to... You, you're allowed to pick the artist. It, it's good with, like, slow songs like Nora Jones, okay. Celine Dion. Uh, so when you say pop song, it's not a... Sarah McLaughlin we've done... Pop song, it's just, if they're fast, it's impossible to do it. What you're trying what to do... You get, what is she giving you? This is the jack. To, oh, I see. Uh, plug in. Um, but the idea is that you might get actually some of the lyrics. You've right. never heard the song okay. before. You can play this game in the car. Very fun. Uh, I remember the other... Because the other episode I remember someone told me to listen to, because you mentioned me, it was the Chris Thayer episode, and that was the one where, where he was singing Rock and Roll Never Forgets. Or was that oh, the one where yeah, he, oh, yeah, maybe yeah. it was a different one? Where... That. That's a di- that, that wasn't the game. He was just singing that yeah. for real. Um, so That was really funny. What's an artist? Uh, what about, like, who sings Torn? Natalie, Natalie Imbruglia. I bet. So let's do a, a Natalie. How do you spell that? I-M-B-R-U-G-L-I-A. Yeah, man. Nice, nice pull. Like, everybody knows Torn, 
but let's let's do one of her other songs. No, she didn't have any other songs. She did. She put out an album. It was called Left of the Middle. Torn is the first one. Okay, so you can see. We, we're doing it together. I'm not we're put- going to sing a song we've never heard before? That's the point. So the verse is going to come on, and then you can kind of get a sense okay. if they're like, please turn off the light. Yeah. You know, you might get it. But it, being bad is, is fun. So I'm going to play one more addiction. I'm going to find a slow one. This is called One More Addiction. Yeah, this is pretty slow. I'll go first. Night news is then great the price. Yeah. Forgiveness in the sea. Now I want to go slow, slow, and you have it be one more addiction, addiction, baby. One more, one more, one more addiction. Save me. One more, one more. After the first chorus. Yeah. Okay, now it's you. Addiction. But I can't forget you. I forget you. I forget you. But you end up tapping on my back. What the hell was that? I don't know. I don't know. She's playing the game too. Somewhere at the rainbow. Safe. One more addiction, and there's gonna be lots of friction. And if you my memory lane, from addiction. Oh, addiction! No Take you out, tell things this is too fast. Other times, they'll do that. Oh, Natalie. Cool times. That, I like that. No addiction. Just one more. <laughs> the breakdown was tough. One more really addiction. Hard. Yeah. Really fast. Yeah. Uh, it's. <laughs> it's hard to imagine how this never became as popular as Torn. I'm already torn. A little late. This is how I feel. This is a deal. Lying naked on the floor. You're a little late. I'm already torn. Singing Torn to other Natalie Amrulia songs. Yeah. You singing torn to One More Addiction is better than One More Addiction. <laughs> it's a long song. Yeah. No, it's actually, it just feels long. Yeah, you're right. It's a standard length. Do you typically do the whole song? Well, this this one's a... It's not my last addiction, it's one more. Uh, I can't tell what she's saying anyway. You own the whole Natalie Abrulia album? Spotify, bro. Good looking woman. Yeah. She's got weird lips. Forget you. <laughs> she laughs at the end. Yeah. Good job, Nat. She's not torn at the end of that song.
Maddie Gold. You've listened to the show before, so yeah. you know how it ends. Yeah. So you're going to say it. Which might, this one. What? Did we cover everything? We covered all the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Glutard. Okay. Sand. Sand. <laughs> Kiss. Writing. Camp. College. Camp goal. That we did Maca. together. Yeah. Own, your, okay. own your cowboy hat. Yeah. You feel satisfied? Yeah, I feel good. It was fun. Good, yeah. I mean, we didn't break any records with length, but, you know. But no. With enter- but level of entertainment. We, we broke, a record. broke a record. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, what if I say, I'm going to say keep it crispy as Pete Holmes doing an impression of Matt Goldich saying oh, keep okay. it crispy. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Right. Can you then laugh like me after? Because I always oh, laugh. Boy, that's tough. They always make me laugh. Okay. Here, I'll laugh. Okay. Whatever laugh okay. comes up, okay. th- there's one coming. Then you do an impression of that. Okay. All right. Uh, keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. That was great. That was pretty good. <laughs> it it kind of sounded like Eric Kirschberger. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that came up on one recently that I was... That's his real laugh. It sounds fake. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Now I'm just doing it for fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like tickling an elf. Oh my god! What <laughs> 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 that was painful. Painful? Painful? It was painful. Painful. <laughs> oh baby, I like it wrong. <laughs> Pope callback. Thank you, Matt. Well, uh, thank you for having me. This was oh, great. Oh, my was sincere so much pleasure. Say hello to your wife, Virginia, for me. <laughs> I will. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. 